podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. I do my best, but uh, my best wasn't good enough. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Every Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, Every day I'm hustling, No matter what nobody say, man. Spirit, can't nobody fuck with me, man. You know, I can't be fuck with you, know. Dollar D. Beyonce Productions. Whether you pay to see me win, or you pay to see me lose, you're gonna pay. Fuck it, your kids still gotta eat. gentlemen to another edition of the boxing voice radio it is thursday previews and predictions where we are going to preview and predict this weekend's fights plus talk about any news notes and headlines i got micah k with me the queen what is going on micah how are you good to have you back what up though ness what up though tbb fam what's up what's up so I mean, you came with some energy. So what are you most excited about uh, this weekend? Uh, From from what I know, all we got is Sunday, right? Like, is there some other box? I mean, obviously, we'll be in the Myrtle Beach on Saturday. And uh, we'll be streaming some live fights on the BPE Network for Christy Martin Promotions and Don King. But I mean, a major boxing, uh, there isn't any, right? Right. Well, you know, I like I like the undercard. You know, I'm just trying to be energetic. But no, no, uh, no, no, no. The undercard I do actually love, not just like like I'm a huge Montana love fan. Um, you know, I, I I talked about him so much. We've had him on the show. He's a great guy. Uh, definitely a businessman. Uh, you know, it it was always good to see a guy with like ten fights doing so much in his community. So I know that is a real fight for him. Ivan Branchik is a former world champion, a champion in the IBF. He is a buzzsaw. I like to compare him to uh, Gennady Golovkin. They look so much alike to me. And I think that's going to be a fantastic fight. Then you got Amanda Serrano, who's going to be unifying. You know, that's another great fight. Uh, you got Daniel Dubois, the return a- after his win over Bagdon Dinu. He's back taking on Joe Cusimano, who I know... Kusumano, I've been with intimately at the Wilder camp on a few occasions. He's been a Deontay Wilder sparring partner. So, yeah, I'm very interested in this card, man. Very interested in this card. And they're going to get my $60 happily. Man, another 60 Ooh. Another one, right? We just spent on Pacquiao Ugas. 
But I, I look at it like this. See, and this is great that you're on. You're the perfect person to talk talk to since you do. Uh, you know, the queen actually doesn't just do boxing. She does the afternoon sports slay. Uh, and that is on YouTube.com. And you can check her out where she talks other sports. That being said, how expensive is it to be a football fan? Like, is it as expensive as you being a boxing fan? Like, and meaning like, I don't know. Does the NFL ticket or whatever, however you watch it, is it equivalent to what I'm paying in pay-per-view per year? Because let's say on a bad year, I'm buying five pay-per-views, which that's actually an exaggeration. But for, for easy math, let's do five pay-per-views at $80. How much is a football fan spending per year? At, for football, see, you don't even have to spend none of that unless it's your favorite team and depending on where you are located. So, say, for instance, you might not get a lot of, okay, let's go with Cali, San Francisco 49ers or the Oakland. Um, I think they t changed that. I don't think it's the Oakland Raiders anymore. I don't Correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody that's real big football fans. But, well, they're okay, in the let's Legion, go to right? New York. Are they in Vegas now? Because they're, Yeah, they're... they lost Vegas Raiders, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or the New York Giants. You might not get certain games, so you might want to get a NFL league type of pass, and then you get charged a certain amount of money. But for me, since I watch, I'm like a sports fanatic. I try to balance everything out. Since I watch everything, to me, boxing is the most expensive. Now, you know, it can get pricey a little bit as far as like with the NFL, if you actually go into the game, depending on your seats and things like that. But for me, once again, boxing, we just paid, what, 75? No, really 80, okay? Okay, hubby, the husband came out of $80 last weekend. Then this weekend, okay, if we even going to get the fight, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I'm still debating now get i like the undercar and i really want to see amanda serrano that's what's really kind of pushing me to go ahead and buy that on sunday but it's it's pricey it's no joke being a boxing fan it's no joke to me in my opinion but, like, like, I really wish boxing would do something with it. Like, seriously, kind of, you know, just be. I even felt like last weekend, could they could have at least made it, you know, since we're not getting the fight that we really wanted to see, not taking anything away from Ugas, but could you have, like, at least, you know, like, take $20 off of it? Like, goodness. That's very true and understanding. I, I really understand that. I, I, you're right. You know, it wasn't Earl, and they made us pay the same price. That being said, though, um, is being a boxing fan the most expensive sport to be a fan of? Yes. Wow. In my opinion, abs absolutely. I Once again, I'm a sports fanatic, so I watch basketball. Mm -hmm. I watch one football. I'm not as big on football. My dad was a big football guy, but I still watch a lot of football. I watch the Lions and stuff like that. Like, I can watch the Lions on regular. I don't have to have cable. You can have the antenna. You can have a regular and go get you an antenna for $20 or $30. Or you can get the upgraded one for about $40. Regular cable. Don't have to pay anything monthly. Bam. Get, watch your favorite team every Sunday. And then, you know, of course, you might have to worry about the playoffs. That'll come on cable. But nothing to me compares to uh, boxing. Nothing as far as price-wise. So how much does it cost for the playoffs? 
Okay, so like for instance, the playoffs. If you don't say, if you don't have basic cable, because usually the playoffs still show, you know, on regular, you know, regular primetime TV, or it might come on ESPN. So you still good to go. You're not coming out of pocket like you would, especially for boxing mm. and the different apps. Let's say it's not pay per view. You still gotta pay for the apps. I yeah. just. Like, so you gotta no really other love sport. boxing to no, be a boxing fan. No other sport is like that, like baseball, hockey. No, not, not, not to my knowledge. Everything I watch, once again, you might have to get the league pass if you want to watch all the NBA teams or all the NFL teams, you know, uh-huh. if you, you really like a fanatic of a, you know, a particular sport. But that still for the whole year is so much cheaper than being a boxing fan with Damn. different apps and pay-per-view altogether. That's crazy. So basically, our sport is fragmented because it's on apps. It's also on a paid pay-per-view or not a premium pay cable. Like Showtime is ten dollars a month. That's crazy. She, um, I'm being told the league pass is three hundred dollars the year, but you're saying you don't need that. You don't. The only reason why you would need a league pass if you're a like a super fan, like if you're a super fan of basketball, you're going to pay for that league pass. And I know somebody said 300, but I just looked at the league pass for the NBA. It's like different type of packages you can get because I'm probably not going to get the premium package. I might come out of 175 for the whole year because I know I'm about to see because I can't watch all the Lakers games. So I'm a huge everybody. If you follow me, you know, I love the Lakers. So I'm going to get that package so I can make sure to see LeBron in the Lakers. And that's not going to be 300. I think it's going to be like 100 and something, if I'm not mistaken, last time I checked for the whole year. I mean, for the whole season. Damn. So not only is it a sport that doesn't give us what we want, the free sports, the best always fights the best. And it's cheaper. And it's on national television 99 times out of 10. Yes, you can at least catch a couple games. Yes, absolutely. I feel like you have Man, to. That's so crazy. Absolutely love boxing to really. I'm not lying. Like since I've gotten heavy into boxing, you gotta really love it and be passionate. You to be a boxing fan to really be tapped in. That's my opinion. Wow. I TBV fan. I mean, how the how you know how the boxing voice fan feel about it? That's how I feel. <laughs> I I look, I don't know about any other sport, so I never knew. I always thought that, you know, being a football fan would be just as expensive. You know, how much is a ticket? I haven't went to a football game in what a long basketball? see my dad had season tickets. That's another thing that I love. Okay. I don't know, depending on where you work at too, like for instance, um, like my uncle, they used to get like deals and packages at their job to have like the season tickets. Yeah, yeah. Things like that. So I, I'm not for sure. So you can still kind of come out cheap with that. We don't even get a season pass. Like imagine having a season pass. Like yo. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss. Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. You could go to all top rank. Damn, maybe we need to talk to them about that. Like, why Man, don't, that'd be so lit. Why don't the promoter do a season pass? Like, you could come to all my shows 
Every top rank show, season pass, every PBC show, because obviously they're not going to do a every boxing show because it's different entities, but this is very saddening. Maybe we shouldn't have started this show with this conversation. This is very disappointing to hear. Lord, I mean, I don't, I'm oblivious to those other sports, so I didn't know it was that accessible and free. We got Robert Singleton, uh, who says, Micah and I, the most loyal Lions fans. Salute, Queen. Um... You're getting you a lot of be love loyal to be that. a Lions fan. Oh my goodness! Salute to Robert for you know going through that roller coaster. <laughs> Yo, I don't know anything about those sports, but I played plenty of Madden as a kid. So okay. the last time the Lions was good was when y'all had Emmitt <laughs> Smith, right? Damn. Oh, oh, Barry Sanders. Oh, what, Sanders. Sanders? Sanders. <laughs> Sanders. Oh shit! I said Emmitt Smith. That's that's he played with Cowboys. Dallas. That's yeah, the, he played yeah, with Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> Wait, yeah. at least I know that Emmett would get the ball from He was Aikman. the running back. Yeah, he but broke he the record. Aikman, but he wouldn't. Right? What'd you say? The quarterback's name was Aikman? Troy? The, no? Troy Aikman, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know something. One of the quarterbacks. Yo, shout out to Matt. And honestly, I never watched football. I just played Matt and played Pop Warner. Okay. Activated. Oh, wow. If you wouldn't have played that, we would have never known. Like, you know how it is. What's good, though? You're on mute. Call you. What up? What up, though, Doomy? What up, Mike? That's the Gibbs, the Skippy. What up? Yeah, we're just talking about how, like, brutal it is to be a boxing fan. She was just telling me how free it is to watch every other sport. Yeah, I mean, you really think about it. I mean, technically, is it? I mean, I know certain NFL games and basketball games you yeah, can no, only get on. Yeah, she went through that. She went through that. That's like a league pass. That's that's like if you're a super fan and you want and you don't want to miss any games. Or you, it's still, of course, costs like cable, like ESPN. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cable. You get your basic basic cable package for yeah, your ESPN, we paying, NBA TV. We paying for cable plus Showtime or internet plus Showtime, like. You can't, like, yo, they tripping, man. It's crazy. I got a super chat from Sway that says, NFL Sunday ticket is $99 to $299 for a whole season. Hands up emoji. There you go. I mean, even if it's $300 a year, that's still less than us. Like, that's three pay-per-views for us. Well, actually, no, it's not. That's about four pay-per-views. Because we just got the, what, the Pacquiao versus Ugas. Imagine, okay, if we would have paid for the Wilder versus Fury. That's already. No, we paying for that. That's October 9th. We paying for that. Right. I was just trying to do the math on how how much, you know, we spent already. Like, Um, almost. On pay-per-view, we had Earl Danny this year, right? Oh, we did. Right. Earl, Earl Danny, Danny. And then what else did we had? Uh, Tank versus, that was pay-per-view. Tank Mario. versus Barrios plus another 80. That, so that's 160 we spent. What else? Was, was it the Charlo Brothers double header this year? That double pay-per-view with Sergey Divachenko and that wasn't this year? Early in the year, no? Yeah, that I think that was. Somebody got check that. Let me check but I'm gonna add. I don't know anyway. It's I'm gonna add the eighty for the Ugas, so that's right there. Two hundred and forty, just Ugas, Javanta, and Earl, and then we got you know another eighty, plus another fat eighty for Wilder. That's that's three twenty, right? Let me go back. I gotta do that over. Eighty for Earl plus eighty. He fought. He fought Tony Harrison, right? 
Nah, 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 nah. He for the fought doubleheader? Rosario for the for the unification on the undercard oh, of Charlo right. Dervinchenko. Oh, hold on, no, Ruiz. Uh, somebody made a great. Somebody said Ruiz versus oh, Ariola. Yes, that was eighty. That was eighty. Like Fifty or sixty. Was that eighty or sixty? I yeah, think I'm gonna go with eighty. Fuck it. I'm, I don't remember. With Jason 80. Rosario. I'm talking about yeah, do me yeah. All what right, year was right. that? That was uh, uh, September uh, 2020. Nah, so that ain't this year. Uh-uh. We, on, we in August, so it's the last eight months. All right, so fuck, I got to start over again. 80 for the Barrios plus 80. Start that over. 80 for the Barrios plus 80 for the Danny plus 80 for the, for the Ruiz plus 80 for the Ugas plus 80 for... Uh, that's four hundred for 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 Wilder Fury, and it ain't over. You know it ain't over because we gotta pay for Keller Plant. That's four eighty. We gotta pay for Keller Plant and 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 oh, and, of course, and that's Canella. like an absolute yes. That's they November. know I'll pay a hundred for that. So I mean, <laughs> that's November. So that's four eighty right there. Wow, plus another eighty. So that's four eighty. And, and who knows what they try to slide in. Plus this one. I ain't even add this one. Plus 60. I'm buying this. That's 540. I'm buying this. This is a fantastic undercard. I can't. I can't like with a straight face buy Ruiz Ariola and not buy this. When this Branchek Montana. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like if, if promoters just got smart. I'll pay for Branchick Ariola. I mean, Branchick Mon- Montana Love, but I ain't talking about $50 or nothing like $10. You know what I'm saying? Let them split $5 pay-per-view each or something or or let us pay. Because that that's a worthy fight. Like, Montana Love ain't been in there with nothing like this dude. Uh, this is a real good fight. This is a real good See, fight. See, now you're going to make me want to... Montana Love ain't been in there with nothing like this dude. I bet you Branchick is a favorite. I bet you he's a favorite. I mean, yeah, this is a fight. I want to see how Montana act. You know how much? How much you think they're getting paid for that? I don't know. I don't know. Because ten thousand pay per views at ten dollars to give you a hundred grand. They split that. It's fifty. That ain't enough. That ain't Uh enough. They gotta sell a hundred thousand to get a hundred grand a piece. That ain't enough because, you know, you gotta think this dude was a world champion. I mean, check his last person and even if let, let, let's see what his last purse was. Brand check. Yeah. Because uh, he was I mean, a world champion at one point. You know, he just you, lost did, his belt to uh, do a hundred thousand people buy 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 the Montana versus Brand check. A hundred thousand at ten dollars? Hell yeah. That's hell a million. Yeah. That's five hundred grand a piece. Listen, hell yeah, a hundred thousand people buy that shit at ten out, but you gotta market it properly. A hundred thousand people need to know about it. That's the problem. If you ain't telling a hundred thousand, how the fuck could they buy it? Somebody gotta know. This is a good fight that people don't know about. I'm I'm talking about it every chance I get, so people realize. Like, wait a minute, this ain't Jake Paul, just Jake Paul. But which, by the way, did you see the face off? Man, Woodley, oh, yeah. man, all respect to Woodley, man, but you too small, man. You gonna be sucking his nipple at the fucking yo, like, come on, he's little as hell. His face all in his chest. I'm like, come on, bro. He like, yo, put his shirt on, yo. And Jake is a star. Jake, yeah, yeah, Jake a star though. Jake a star. I, I want 
Woodley to win this fight, but I just, you know, I watch a little UFC too. I I was really heavy into it a little while ago. I kind of kind of died down a little bit, but with Woodley, you know, he took a few L's the end of his career too. So I don't, I, okay, I'm big on mental strength. I don't know how Woodley. I don't know. I don't know. I hope. I hope Willie can pull it off, but I don't know. Jake, like you said, Jake know how to sell a fight, though. Yeah, and from the press conference, Woodley looked like he got, like, they all under his skin. Like, that's my mama, man. Oh, my mama. It's like, come on, Bradley. You know ain't nothing really going to happen to her, but... Let's show you real quick, cause I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but there was there there was crossing the line. Chief. No, his sister crossing the line. Look at his sister right here. Why why are you even talking to his mom? Why is his sister all yeah, that's like? The part I didn't understand. Why like, is like, his, first of yeah, all, yeah, his sister's not talking to any of the orange? First of all, first of all, kiss. First of all, look at her, look at the sister and how aggressively she's talking to a dude After sitting the down. Fact. After and, the and fact. And secondly. Everybody know Mama Willie. She's famous. She's talk. So what you think? You just gonna talk? Nobody gonna say nothing to you? Now, but you chill. Get him now. Get him away. Get him away. Get him away. He can't move. Don't say something to see what happens. I'll shake this. So that's what I'm saying. Look, she's saying, don't you ever say nothing to my mother. And then he like, oh, I shake this up. Like, yo, how you not supposed to react? Like, my man is a G to just sit in there. He got his hands up. Like, look, look at her, the way she aggressive. Like, he is, yo, he a better man than me. He a better man than me. I'm telling you right now, he a better man than me. He just sitting there calm as can be. At first, I thought that was Jay Leon Love. And then mm -hmm. I realized it wasn't. But he got into it with Jay Leon Love, too. And I think Jay Leon Love was wrong because, you know, Woodley was like, come on, man, you know that's my mom. And he like, man, I ain't say nothing to your mom. And he was like, I know you ain't say nothing to my mom, but I'm saying, like, you know, you ain't supposed to let that happen. Like, that's my mother. He like, man, fuck out of here, man. And I was like, oh, shit. Jay Leon <laughs> Love need a fight, man. He in, every, he in every little scuffle that Jake Paul had, like, it's starting to look corny now. I'm just saying, like, you was the fighter, okay? Like, look at it from my point of view. You was the dude that was heavily touted when you was with Lou DeBella undefeated. Then you you left Lou, and you from Detroit, Michigan. You left Lou. You 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 go to Mayweather. You even start dating Latundra, man. Come on, dudes was like, oh shit, look at my man Jay Leon. And now look, <laughs> like now we just know you for being like the entourage of Jake Paul, or what you like the second. <laughs> You like the chief trainer for Jake? Like what? Second in charge? You the water guy? Like, come on. And you look big as a house on that shit. Check out my YouTube short. He looked big in that orange shirt. Like real wide. I thought like you at least would be training with. I hopefully that's just a wide shirt. Who? Jay Leon Love. You Ooh. ain't see that shit? Yeah, he's a little he's a little rounder. Rounder? <sighs> hey, don't lead a Detroit. Lead a Detroit. Leave, 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 leave the salon. It's all good. I, I, I gotta oh, you show gotta it. I gotta back show it. Shake. Hold on. Let me show this real quick. Looks like we got our guest on. Already? No way. Yes, Who's sir. Gilberto Mendoza? Yes, I'm here. Mr. Mendoza, how are you? <laughs> fine, fine. I'm just not watching. I'm not looking on my belt behind. So I'm a little bit. Oh, yeah, man. You never sent me one, man. You never sent I'm me one. I'm looking at the BC, and that one's. Uh... <laughs> 
You never sent me one, man. Mauricio, luckily, Mauricio. Uh, even the IBL sent me a belt and a medallion. Mauricio gave me the medallion, too. You know, we're waiting on Gilbert. Now that you're taking away all these interims, you can send me those. Nobody's using those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the president of the WBA, Gilberto Mendoza. Um, I won't bore you with any of my questions. I know that the uh, people have some. So uh, to my co-host, uh, Micah or Alex, uh, if you want to uh, go ahead and start off as I pull up the people's posts. If you don't have anything, I How got you doing, Gilberto? Up. It's uh, Alex here with the Boxing Voice. Hi, Alex. How are you? Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Um, you know, as of lately, there was a lot of uh, uh, pressure put on uh, the WBA. Uh, how important was it for you to uh, have a, a swift, uh, uh, you know, what can I say, restructuring? Resolution. Okay. Um, you know, it's um, rather, I, I would you know, look, we have some pillars in the WBA. I know we were criticized regarding certain practices, but, you know, we have always think about the, the, the systematic development of boxing. We have always think about the rights of the boxers. We have always think about, you know, trying to innovate and trying also to, you know, balance a little bit the fairness, you know, of the worldwide sanctioning body. Rather than, which, uh, rather than the pressure, I would tell you that, um, uh, first of all, there were plans in my head, and actually I announced it a long time ago. I think it was in 2016 where we, went, we were trying to implement this one champion route that we were thinking about it. And uh, personally, I have a lot of passion for boxing. I come from a boxing family, of course. I think all of you know that my father was president for 33 years. But rather than that, I was taught at home to protect the sport. I know, and I just don't want to come into the reasoning why we did it or why we don't did it. You know, I think it was a matter of balancing chances to the non-privileged boxers that are not in the biggest markets of boxing, which are England and the United States. But I, th I think I had said a lot about that before, you know, and restructuring, honestly, was really easy. It was not so difficult. Um, I had plans in the past. I had I had them write in, in writing, and um, it happened. You know, after this uh, the fight and after this turmoil and after this storm, if you want to call it this way, that I that I said, look, if that's what the fan wants, is that what the media wants? Let's let's give them what they need. You know, because at the end of the day, it's about the fan and the box now. And that was, I know Samson came here and I know Samson is against it because Samson tried to protect the Latino fighters or the non, I would say non-privileged, you know, non-privileged. That's the way, you know, I would call them, you know, actually I was speaking yesterday to a promoter in Panama. He's well known. His name is Rogelio Espino. And he says, you know, the interim titles, I know everybody hates, but that was our chance to have at least a bit at the big markets or against the, the TV. So it's kind of, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not that I'm, I mean, look, I'm not against the multiple titles. Fans and media are against them. 
and they're an important part of the sport. And I neglect them for a while, but there you have it. I'm going to do it. I don't know how long it will take to have one champion per division, but I'm, we're taking as the steps as fast as we can. You know, actually, yesterday's move was very tough personally because, you know, I was thinking about the fighters too, but um, it's not it's not that much to say. You know, I have said it before in so many different ways. So it's just like, you know, I'm here to answer any question you have. They're going to come back about the fees and the stuff. I have said it all, but I like to be face to face to people and I like to express myself and I like people to know who I am and I like to people not to personal personalize the WBA in my face. Because WBA is an institution, you know, it's part of the sport. It was the first sanction. We took different practices from what people have a concept of boxing in a different way. And that's the way it is. You know, I'm here to tell that I have the same passion as you have. I have the same passion as my haters. The same, <laughs> you know, but, but in a different way and from a different perspective. Because I'm inside and I'm not inside the business because the business belongs to the promoters and fighters and managers. I'm inside a sanctioning organization, which I don't like to be called a sanctioning organization because I think we have to start acting like international federations. And that means we have to have some kind, we have to be the, the balance, you know, or like the scale at some point between the fighters, the managers and, and the promoters in order to have like more chances to everybody. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to tell you that the influence of TV promoters and big investor that come in the sport, they kind of create a tendency. But this is this is being changed. I'm I, I'm now wearing a different hat. Um taking a lot of your concerns because I know you were I, I understand the three of you don't like the multi titles and I respect that. You know I'm I'm honored with it, you know I'm you know but um I'm here. I'm here for you guys and uh it was a real pleasure to, that you invited me. You know I, I, I was actually honored when when I got you know your, your text and everything and I, I'm uh, I'm sorry I couldn't do it last week, but I was just preparing to all these changes. No, nah, no problem. We're, we're thankful that you took out the opportunity. So when you say that you are prepared for one title per division, are you also planning to get rid of the regular as well? Because it is our understanding that the interim is being uh, abolished and, and every interim champion is now considered a mandatory to the regular champion, but is the regular title also, will that be taken away as well? Look, I will not promise you that because I have part of my board concerned about one thing and um, like looking for an alternative. When you have, I'm going to tell you three divisions right now. I'll tell you super middleweight, which is Canelo is there. I'll tell you heavyweights. You got Joshua Fury, you know, coming up sooner or later. And I will tell you bantamweight, you know, those three divisions, having those champions trying to, I, I will say, to um, go to the next level, because that's the way I see it. Like facing the best opponents, like facing the other champions, or maybe taking risk in different weights, except uh, the heavyweights. My board still is having doubts about what kind of alternative we're going to have for the rest of the of the rated challengers. What are we going to be able to do with this? Are we going to call it gold like we had? You know, are we going to do an eliminator that, you know, that TV don't pay the same amount of money? But not concerning about the fees we're going to get, concerning about the fighters that can get involved. 
So, yes, it is. We are going to eliminate as much as regular right now that we can. Actually, uh, we ordered Colder, Colbert against Gutierrez in the, in the 130 division. Uh, Brandon Figueroa, as soon as he steps in the ring, he, the title will be vacant. Uh, the same situation happened with Casimiro. I think we order another fight. Uh, we order uh, Kiribuchi to face Esteban Bermuda. So, you know, we're going to come up, you know, we, uh, sooner or later, we're going to have only one champion. We're just, uh, as I told you before, there's, you know, my, because I promised and I said that we're going to reduce all the titles to one champion. That was my proposal to the committee, but they still are just doubting about the situations where you have a fighter that's an elite fighter and that for some reason is popular for some reason he has um, an impact in the sport that he you know that he can improve the image of it that's where we you know that that's where we're having some kind of trouble right now regarding that but you know i will always i'm, I'm going to push forward for the one champion in each divisions the thing and the feeling is that they have heard from different sides like if you have a fighter like canelo the rest of the fighters are not going to have a chance so it, it, it's kind of going that way to tell you what exactly is going on. But first of all, let's clean everything up and then I'll see, I'll figure out whatever will happen in, in certain divisions. And for the regular titles, it's going to take me a little bit longer than the, the, than the interim champion. There's going to be a lot of box off being called up sooner or later through, through different resolutions. Um, can you check if you're on Wi-Fi? Or you're chopping up just a bit, but we did hear the answer and, uh, and appreciate it. Okay. Um, I guess I so that's, that's just just to just so I'm on the right track, right? It sounded a little bit like a franchise, like a franchise title would would be in play in order for you, you say anybody, any fighter that's made an impact in the sport. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, what I mean is when you have a popular fighter like Canelo, a, a fighter that brings something positive for for boxing. When you have a Canelo, when you have a Joshua, when you have a Pacquiao, if you want to look at it that way. I mean, and if you have. You know, of course, on the internet, everybody wants them to, to to go for a next level. All the time, you know, you're you're taking different, you know, different um, um, chances to to you know, for the sport and somehow. I'm not telling you we're not gonna make no franchise. We're not gonna do no super. We're gonna stay with what we have right now. But what I'm telling you is, my board is having trouble to uh, accept having them and denying opportunities for the rest of the fighters. Because it's not like you go back and the, the network is going to buy you the number 13 against number 14. That doesn't happen anymore. You know, that doesn't happen anymore. They're not going to fight the five against the three, and that would be a huge fight. Perhaps it's a huge fight, but the, because there's not a title involved, there's not enough money for, the, for both camps. So that's what I'm telling you. That's the only concern my board is having right now, but I'm pushing forward, like saying, look, we have done this for years. Fans and media hate it. So we got to go back to one champion. And from that point on, let's figure out what we can do. Because it, it, and I'm going to tell you that we have to act like an international federation. It's like we have to act like like FIFA and soccer, for example. You know, like, you know, like, like we, that, that, that our decision has to be binding and our decision has to have some kind of power inside the business. But it's not happening that way. And if I can go a little bit farther, you know, my my plans as president of this sanctioning body is trying to find different um, streams of revenue that don't come from the sanctioning fees. But that's where a big and huge problem is happening right now. I'm working on certain sponsorships in several countries in order to do certain plans that we have. We have 
uh, WB Academy that has programs for for trainers, for judges, for fighters, you know, financially also, you know, that how to handle their money or, or you know, what nutrition, if they want to go that way. We do, um, we also have some social programs, but, you know, like but anybody has it, we, we work with the amateurs. We have a tournament called w, WBA Future Champions, where we try before the big events that in the amateurs we have, we try to bring, you know, as much as national teams that they don't have a chance to fight outside. Like, for example, we had one in, in February in Colombia and we were able to bring Uruguay who didn't have a chance to go out and we paid for the for the tickets and we paid for the food and everything from those teams. We brought a couple of guys from Kazakhstan, the Italy was here, you know, we, we had several things and so we gave an experience back to the amateur. So it's kind of a lot of programs going on that I've never expressed or perhaps my my media team needs to find a different uh, communication strategy to go out. But there's several things we do and I want not to be uh, tied to the sanctioning fees only. You know, that's one of the things that, uh, that I, I guess is pretty interesting to share with you guys. Definitely. Well, that, that is going to be something that people would love to hear that, you know, sanctioning fees can be, um, I guess, collected from a different source you know, versus the fighters, because a lot of these fighters on the way up, like you said, they're not making uh, substantial amounts of money. But can I get your educated guess on where do you think Javonta Davis fights at? Because I know that as the president, you guys sent him a letter and he must decide which title he's going to defend. And he's a champion with you at the at the and the WBA at 130, 135 and even 140. I, I wish I could answer you that right now, but I, I just received a request for an extension for next week in order to decide which which weight class it was going to stay. Mm. And so um, news, they're working though. on they're working several fights. You know, I would love him to fight. You know, <laughs> we are. I, I I would love him to see with Teofimo, for example. I think that would be a good way. You know, I think if if you look at the way uh, he has been um, um, developing his career. I believe that Tank should do a little bit more in, in the lightweight. You know, Lomachenko, for example, maybe a Linares fight, you know, a Haney fight. There's a lot of fights first when 135 before going to 140. That's the way I look at it. But, I mean, I cannot put a, put a gun into him when I allow him to have two titles. So I have to wait until he, well, three titles. I have to wait until he comes comes back to me and tells me. But if you want me, from from my point of view, I think he still needs to do a lot of things in the in the lightweights. There's a lot of you know contenders there that that, that that may give them a good fight for the fans and for himself too. Is there any rule in the WBA that could enforce Tank's position at 135 uh, to enforce a fight with Tiafimo? Because he's the super yes. champion. <laughs> yes. Actually, actually, you know, as, as you know, I don't know if you had a copy of the resolution we did, um, we, we um, released yesterday. But, you know, that basically is like guidelines of what's going to happen. We have to go division by division. And if you look at it, <laughs> if you look at it in this way, Gervonta is the mandatory for Telfimo. That would be, I mean, that what that's what we have to call right now. Like, if you want to go and, and, and just get one one champion, I have to call Tilfim to fight Yervonta Davis. The thing is, they, will they accept? That's the other part, because what, what usually happens is one of them will vacate the titles when, when it's not in the path 
of what they think or what the team, you know, planned for them. Now, if you were to call that mandatory, that wouldn't happen till what, a year from now? Because T.O. does have the IBF, and don't you guys as sanctioning bodies take turns? He has. I got to look at it, but I'm going to reduce the time because we need to clean up everything, you know. I mean, it's going to be just enough. You know, he usually has 18 months, but I'm going to reduce it a little bit, perhaps a year or less. I have to look, you know, since he won the title. We got to go back when he went out to Loma. So what, that was last year, right? I just don't remember exactly the date. Mm-hmm. I don't have it with me. But it, it might be, you know, around the time to order it. You know, it's not, at this point, we are making some kind of flexibility regarding those rules. And we're going to we're gonna take special rules in order to go back to one champion. The same, the same way we did yesterday is going to be applied for, for this regular against Supers. So Tiafimo fought Vasil Lomachenko October 17th. Of 2020, um, so yeah, 2020. Probably, yeah, we're close doing... to a year. We're close to a year, so I mean, so we may say that the fight has to happen in four months, six months. I cannot tell you exactly the timing because we have the committee for that. So, but it, it, it should. I I have to see also the mandatory rotations among the sanctioning bodies. Yeah, that's what I, I don't mean know because the IBF has theirs with Camboso called already. So yeah, and then I guess. Uh, I got to see which way, in which order we are. And from, from that point on, I will make a decision. And to be clear, are you now saying that all super champions will have a mandatory? Yes, they, should, they, they usually have a mandatory. We make a resolution and put them in the mandatory. And usually it's a regular champion. That's what happened in the past. They have a, you know, they have a resolution for each weight, each weight class. That happened in the past. I'm just sharing you with you. Perhaps that was not communicated, but that, that happened in the past. And with all these champions, obviously, it made a lot of confusion to know who was a mandatory or not. You know, uh, but yes. And and after we, at this point, at this moment, when we were talking, the championship committee has been working in, in each resolution for each weight in order to call certain box office ones and then call some fights in the other ones. And that's why I told you that I, I received a letter today, an email, asking for an extension about Gervonta, Gervonta Davis uh, to, in order to decide which title he was going to, you know, to, to, uh, to have. But I don't have an answer yet. But yes, every, everybody will have to fight in this way. You know, it, it's, for example, um, like I go to 105 minimum weights. Uh, in the Thai boy, it's uh, Nijo Tren, I think so. I think it's pronounced that way. He, we're going to do a box off between Eric Rosas, the Colomini Pac-Man, against uh, Saludar from Philippines. And then Byron Rojas is going to fight Benavides, who was a gold champion. And the winner of those fights faces the, faces, uh, the, the Thai guy, Nijo Tren. <laughs> yes, that, for example, I'm just putting you an example. That one... I'm just sharing with you information that will come out tomorrow. You know, that, that, that division was set like that. You know, so each division, we have a series of box off. And if they don't do it, perhaps they will lose the chance. We may call the next league available contender. Whoever has the title is going to be vacated. That, 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 that's the way it's going to work. So when do you expect the mandatory to be called for Anthony Joshua? Because uh, obviously, Mahmoud Char was the champion there for many, many years. And then now Trevor Bryant was the interim and he has been, you know, is, is now the regular. So that that particular division hasn't had a mandatory from the WBA in quite some years. We're Unless in court like, right now. 
Oh, we're yeah. in court right now. Yes. And uh, soon there's going to be another lawsuit. We're in court with Don King to us because uh, basically he's, he is demanding to remove Char as as his mandatory for Brian as, as tamponing reasons, basically. That's in court right now. And soon there's going to be a lawsuit to King from Char. Uh, I just don't know the reason exactly. It's going to come up sooner or later. So we're going to get involved. That division is really tangled, to be honest with you. It's really messy right now. And uh, a box off could work, but I cannot tell you exactly what's going to happen right now. That's why I cannot have too, too many comments on that division. It's, you know, it's very hard to tell you what's going to happen or not. I mean, we're in the hands of a, of, of a judge right now. So at, at 168, obviously, Canelo's going for undisputed. That fight is signed, sealed, and delivered for November 6th. But David Morrell is your regular champion. Um, and obviously, you're saying regulars are now the mandatory for the super. Is that something that you plan on calling in the next 12 months, or is that 18 months out? We're going to be, that's, I, I guess, just looking at it, that's what's supposed to happen. I guess in this division, we're going to call a box off. Just looking at it, you know, because I'm just looking at, at all the contenders out there. We may call a box off between Morel, Chudinov, Idos, Jerebos, Honili. Actually, they're going to fight for a mandatory right now. Um, they're going to fight. Um, Idos is going to fight uh, Allen and we might do a box up there. It's just it will depend in each in each division, and the championship committee is now taking advice from people outside in order to make something that may happen. So it's I cannot tell you exactly if we're going to do this one or that one, but just look. What I can guarantee you is it's going to be a box up between at least four fighters or six. Hmm. Well, you in got some, to be, you got some very highly recognizable names in that top. 15 of the WBA 168. David, David Benavides then, is number two. Yeah, and then then I forgot that Morel has to fight. Um, Morel has to fight Ryder. Oh, all so right. that might be yeah, that might be part of it. You know that I, you know that's what I'm that's what I'm looking at. You know, I'm just looking at it. I'm just checking everything out, and perhaps I, I'm just putting an example that something that could happen. Morel may fight Ryder, and Idos is going to fight Allen. And Benavides could fight shooting up, something like this. And the winners, you know, will meet at the end of the day. And, and one of them will be the mandatory at the end. And and obviously that one will be called the regular champion. And then they will have to fight. That will be the mandatory for Canelo. I'm just putting your example so you people can understand better. Graphically, it's easier. Mm -hmm. All right. So we got four more. Uh, Dumi, you got the Patreon pulled up? Yeah, I got them up. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Gilberto, this is from, uh, you know, our most uh, knowledgeable fans in the uh, TVV community. The first guy I want to ask you a question is Rue in the 504. He's from New Orleans. And he says, can we have your word that the WBA will not create any more titles? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have my word, but sometimes... There are a solution in, 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 in lawsuits, to be honest with you. That long time ago, I think we had um, the reaches was used because uh, I forgot his name right now. Travis Sims. But, uh, you know, that's the, only, that's the only way. It has to be something reasonable if it's going to be created. That's why I cannot give you the word 100%. But from my, from my side, I'm cleaning everything up. All right. Next one's coming from Mr. James Benitez. And he says, here's a hypothetical. 
If no one bids on the Bud versus Porter, would Porter get skipped and the fight goes to the next fighter in line? How does the WBA deal with the situation? Okay, but that's not my organization, so it's <laughs> I just got to be clear. If it happens in the WBA, we have to go for the, you know, you're talking about a purse bid. He's talking about a purse bid? Yes. I think so. Yes, yeah, because be Craw uh, Crawford and Porter are going to purse bid September 2nd. Okay, what yeah. Well, 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 the process there is like, uh, but it's like if he's telling me like it's the promoters fails to participate or what? He says if no one bids on the Bud versus Porter, I guess if they if no one bids on it, mm -hmm. would Porter get skipped and the fight goes to the next I fighter know, in okay, line? Okay, okay. If it's in the WBA, we have to call we have to call for a next first bid. That's what happens, you know. And if that hypothetically, if that one for some reason that that one is also nobody bids on it, you know, I think we go for the minimums right now. But but we can't skip the mandatory fighters. Definitely, you have to respect that. Okay. Next one's from Mister Ardor. Before you move on, yeah. Before you move on, I want to know your thoughts on the WBO live streaming the purse bid. To my knowledge, that's the first time a sanctioning body live streams a purse bid. How do you feel about that? And will that be something that you adapt? Do you think that? People who are fans of the WBA would like to see you live stream whatever purse bid. I mean, I'm going to be I watching. I've never seen that before. <laughs> and this is a very intriguing purse Brandon, bid. I, that's, the, that's the main event I of negotiations. We, <laughs> we did we did in the past, I think so. A, a purse really? bid? Yeah, but, but because because it wasn't in convention. And the convention went just being live streamed. Okay. You know, yeah, but there's no production there, so it's very hard to understand what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I would, I would, you know, we have to be open. You know, that's that's basically a public, <laughs> that basically is a public act. Why not? You know, you know, I would do it. You know, I don't have a problem. We do the conventions open for people, for everybody, anyone who's in, you know, who has some kind of interest in boxing can walk in a convention and just sit down and, and, and listen, you know, have to pay like a fee of participation, but it's very small and they can listen to it. But I don't, I don't have no problem to fans to see the process. I mean, it's not so complicated at the end of the day. It's just two or three promoters beating for a fight and we just have to open, you know, they have to follow rules and then and regulations and then just open up open an envelope and then we just have to say things there's nothing there that, that, that can you know it's only the, the only problem like if you're a foreign fighter and you're a latino fighter and they know how much money you are going to earn perhaps you are a kind of risk when you live in you know outside of america mm. that's the only thing all right do me next one next one is uh mr ardor and he says thanks for coming on the show mr mendoza I like the direction that WBA is heading. My question is, Leo Santa Cruz is the WBA super featherweight champ. He hasn't fought at that weight for over two years. Why wasn't Laywood elevated to super champ after beating Sukan or Santa Cruz ordered to fight Wood to consolidate that division? We have to do that too. Same example as the other ones. But we have to go case by case. And actually, we sent a letter to Leo Santa Cruz regarding exactly that same question, if he was going to fight again in, in the featherweights, because they, they, are, they already know, all promoters already know that we're, we're trying to clean the, the all divisions. So I'm waiting for answers in that specific case. Actually, to be honest with you, I want to call Leo myself mm -hmm. to find out what's, what are his plans. 
And the, I guess it was a two-part question. The other part was, why wasn't Lay Wood elevated to super champ after beating Shu Kan? Because Santa Cruz is a super champion. That's that's a straight answer. You know? All right. So the next one's coming in from Big Casual. And he says, thank you for getting rid of the interim WBA belt. One step closer to making the sport of boxing great again. Since Gervonta Davis holds a WB, holds WBA belts in three different divisions, any word on which weight class he will decide to keep yeah, his belt in? Yeah, he answered that already. I think we went over that, too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, next one is uh, from James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas. And he says, question asked earlier. Maybe you can help answer. Why do other sports fans, football, basketball, etc., don't have to pay like boxing fans do? Yeah, that's crazy. Just this year, just this year alone, it's $540 in pay-per-views. It's a lot. Well, that, that, well, it depends, you know. Well, I don't know. I have to pay to see. I'm a big baseball fan, and I have to pay for the, for, for the app in order to get all the games, you know. And I think NFL also has an app, you know. It, it depends on which way, but, you know, to pay for each fight is difficult. I, I also see the fact that we don't have seasons, you know. We don't have seasons that you can pay from the beginning to the end. And yeah, then you know, we have major fights usually. And boxing always is high, going high, going low on popularity. Because if you have seen all the time, you know, there's a, there's a time you had the La Jolla, Vargas, Trinidad. You got all of them at the same time. And then, you know, we start lacking of those stars. And they, then Mayweather come in, came in. You know, now we have Canelo. But it's like... Oh, it's like a curve going up and down all the time. That's the way I see it. And um, yeah, sometimes you know, it, I'm I'm a huge boxing fan, of course, and it, it affects us. You know, but look here in Latin America, just to to have the view, the fans can see it for free because usually countries buy the rights to do you know to have the, to have the fights, and then you have the cable TVs that also broadcast the fights. You know, that's a different story. You know, we, we're talking about Americans and perhaps we are talking about England that they do the pay-per-views. But here what happens is that, you know, a certain TV buys the TV rights and you as a fan can look at it in national TV without no problem. That was some kind of advantage we have over here regarding that. <laughs> wow, yeah. I know UK sp spends a lot less uh, on boxing than, than the American public does. Uh, think the next one was from Line Six Reed, and he says, "Have you ever seen a fighter as great as Boot Ennis? <laughs> That's Jerron Boot Boot Ennis. <laughs> He's uh, one of the one of the uh, community uh, members that says that Jerron Boots Ennis is the next champion. You know, speaks very highly of him. So he That's, was, to, yeah. Well, I think I, I, to be honest, I haven't seen him too much. I haven't seen Ennis too much. Is that? But he's he's a heavyweight, right? No, welterweight. Well, to wait. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I haven't seen that guy. <laughs> <laughs> line, line six read. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he's but a great. I'm, look at it. I'm taking no. I'm taking notes. I want to. I want to yeah. see it now. No, he's an awesome <laughs> fighter, uh, Gilberto. Awesome fighter. He's. I believe also that he's the next champ. Absolutely. Uh, as soon as he's uh, given that opportunity, I'm pretty sure he'll do very well. Um. Next one's coming in from Jab Left Hook, and he does say, how does it feel for fans to recognize the WBA as the We Benefit <laughs> Al organization? <laughs> Thanks for cleaning house. Uh, Yo, did you know that people were saying that? Did that get to you? Like, did it, like it, did it reach you that 
they were calling the WBA what benefits Al. Like WBA. Did it, did it affect me? No, did it reach you? Did it reach you? Like, did oh, you? Yes. Of course. Did you hear about I, I read it? My, if you, you just just take a look at my Twitter and you will know whatever, all the kind of things. I, I do read them. You know, it's just like times, you know, some there are days I don't have the skin for it, but there are days I can read it all. I don't have no problem. Actually, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. You know, and we had a different view. I'm doing what what, what uh, is suspected to many fans. So, but, but, but honestly, out. honestly, actually, actually, when I was, you know, I was walking. I was walking around the MGM and I, get, and I get some kind of insults sometimes. And I don't like that, but, you know, but people act the way they want to act. You know, it's like they, they, they call you bandidos, they call you crooks. Oh, man. Rub, you know. But, you but, have Lou here. Lou here. Lou here calls us the bandidos. But not only the WBA, he calls all <laughs> Sacramento bodies the bandidos. So it's kind of like you get at some point you get used to it, but I don't like it. Obviously, I don't like it. I mean, it, it makes you think. And, okay. And, it, it, you know, it makes you think twice everything that, that you do. And I guess um, I have a lot of passion, as I said in the, uh, at the beginning, for this sport. And I want to change things for good. And I don't want to have that a match with the, with the fans. Well, I, I want to ask, like, it didn't bother, though, right? Like, because I, I'm looking at it from a business standpoint, right? Like, I, I like to consider ourselves one of the biggest podcasts. So if a promoter came at me and said, listen, man, I got 200 plus fighters that I would like you to talk about them regularly, and it meant financial gain for me, I don't see what's the problem. You understand? Like... Al has a lot of fighters, so I don't know. I just wanted to know, did you take that, I guess, like uh, negatively? Because, again, for your business, for the WBA and the growth of it, you do need fighters, and he has a plethora of them. What happens there is, like, at that point, you know, if I'm working with a promoter that has 200 fighters, you know, I'm going to be kind of comfortable, but then you're looking at the reaction the people is having. You know, you're, you're called the voice of the people, right? So, yeah. so you start listening to what they're saying, and then you want to have, like, a different image. And as I told you, I don't want, I mean, I, look, it might sound hard, but I just don't want to sit down and just give away a belt. Like, it's happening at this point with all sanctioning bodies, including us. What What is happening? You have to, you know, basically, you have two or three promoters. They come to you either a convention or they give you calls and they say, look, my fighters are the best. You have to sanction my fights. You know, everybody's kind of in a different island right now. So everybody comes up to you and tells you, look, I have this amount of money. I have these fighters. I have these fighters. In the past, it was Bob Arum and Don King. They came into you and said, I have the best fighters. So well, those should be your champions, you know. So if you look at it in a business perspective, you're not going to care of what they're saying as long as your business is running. You're not going to care about that. But I want to make a difference, to be honest. You know, you can't, I mean, I, I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't continue neglecting people or, or their opinions. And, and you know, I, I'm being, look, well, they called me, well, so many names, Rich, WBA. Uh, they have a hashtag for that one. Uh, WBA is a joke. <laughs> hashtag, oh my God. They have a hashtag. Yeah, they have a lot of stuff like that. Hey, you know, so, what happened? <laughs> Yeah, so at one point, that's what I was telling you. Okay, I just don't want to depend 100% of the sanctioning fee of the promoters. We have to have some kind of leverage to say no to certain things. Because when you start working with one promoter very close, 
obviously you get you know you're gonna get more sanctioning fees. I'm not gonna lie to no one. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to about that. And then it's easier to deal with one promoter than having three or four fighting each other for their rights because it usually brings you lawsuits, attorneys coming back and forth. And that was the time before. That happened before, you know, in, in like in 2006. There were two com- two German companies, Sauerland and um, Universum, and you had uh, Golden Boy also, and you had Top Rank, and you know you had all these conventions. They were really fun because they looked like a courthouse at some points. Everybody's fighting for the right of their fighters, you know, and um, and you know that's that's one thing I was just you know I, we had to make like the balance in this sport. I think we're too much sanctioning bodies, by the way. <laughs> I think we're too much, you know, because four that confuses the fan too. Okay, I'm going to clean up my house, but then you have to ask the fan. He has to at least he has to memorize four champions per division, and then you create the lineal champion. So it's not only about us. It's not only about us. You know, there there are certain parts. You know, actually, I saw today on a website an article by uh, I think it was in Boxing Scene. It's in the top of the news. I, I like that article. You know, despite I was being criticized a little bit but uh but i like the you know the perspective the guy put into it so it, it's kind of i i just don't know you know exactly if i don't know if the fans or you media you're gonna like to have one champion you know one one unified champion per division for example you know because that's also denying opportunities for the rest of the fighters it's kind of you know it, it's i mean kind theoretically of like... <laughs> Theoretically, the way we believe it would work is that the number one contender gets to fight the champion, you know, and the champion has 12 months to fight the next number one contender. I know that, but look, you have four sanctioning bodies. You get, let's say you have a fighter that unifies the four titles. When are the mandatories, you know, when each mandatory is going to get their chances? How much, how long? I mean, is the champion is going to be all the time mandatory back-to-back mandatories and you're not going to be able to do fights that the public really likes you know that's another thing you got to look at i mean there's a lot of stuff going on you know but but um it is the way it is you know I mean, we're not going to change too many things you know and uh, when i told you that there were, we perhaps are too much sanctioning bodies is because of that because that will that also generates confusion besides anything i mean <laughs> if you ask a regular sport fan which happens to me with my friends and when i used to go to school and you know when um when i was working in a different company i was not working in boxing you know, they used to ask you what the first question they ask you is why are there four champions when they have to be only one <laughs> i mean it's kind of and, and then uh, you know, I, you know, I, I take responsibility for confusing everybody else more. I'm not going to tell you that, but at the end of the day, boxing is the kind of thing that you have to understand everything, and you you just accept that there are four champions, but that's it. At one point, we met in the 2014. Mauricio from WBC, Daryl IBF, Paco didn't attend, but he sent somebody, and then we. My dad and I that, that time attended. We were trying to do something in order to get some kind of tournament in order to have one champion so the people would have an opportunity. But we were thinking of having it for a regular in each in each sanctioning body to be the mandatory those days. But that never happened. And, you know, the rest is, is what's going on right now. You know, it's just a lot of promoters, a lot of TV outlet coming out or streaming outlet coming out and putting a lot of money into it and trying to get as much fights as they can. We have one last one from uh, uh, Mr. Boston Jared. KO Punch, Mr. Gilberto. 
<laughs> you got it? All right. Uh, Boston Jarrett says, if Triple G versus Murata gets canceled or delayed, will you call for Lara versus Murata since Lara is in mandatory position? But Lara, Lara I, that we're waiting an answer for him, to, for him too. It's uh, he's tending to go to 154, to be honest. There's a tendency to that. Then we go. We should go then to Eubank. That's the case. All right. That was the last of the questions from uh, the Patreon. Yes. No, that's it, man. Mr. Mendoza, I want to thank you, obviously, for coming on the show and uh, answering the questions and giving us an update on everything that is the WBA. We appreciate you coming on. If you want to give out your social media, you can do so at this time. And uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you one more time. I could be finding social media by Hilbertico WBA. And uh, by the way, I saw Jaron Ennis. I think he's a good fighter. He's a hard puncher. <laughs> yeah, I saw him against Lipinitz. I saw him against Lipinitz. I was just checking out. His... Yes, I like him too. I don't know if he's going to become the I biggest got... star, but he has, has all the tools. Yeah, keep your eye on that guy, Gilberto. <laughs> okay. I got a question from Bill Haney. Bill Haney. He said, it was a pleasure meeting you, Mr. Mendoza. At the Linares fight, were you surprised yes. at how good my son Devin Haney is? And when can he fight your WBA super champion? Please explain the procedure that champions in <laughs> other organizations have to do to challenge for the prestigious red and black belt. Thank you very much. So he's, Bill, saying, yeah. so he's saying as uh, a champion, is there something that he as a manager father can do to try and petition to you, the president of the WBA to, you know, mandate a fight with the super champion in the WBA and the WBC champion, Devin Haney. I guess that's Tia Fimo. He's asking for Tia I would Tia love Fimo. to see that fight. Actually, actually, yes, I was really surprised. First of all, you know, first of all, hi, Bill. It was a pleasure meeting you too. I heard a lot about you and I know um, we share a lot of good things for boxing and, um, Devin looked impressive against Linares. Linares has had never been handled like your son did. He outboxed him. He was faster. He had more skills. He had a better boxing IQ. And Linares, you know, Linares is a great boxer. But you know, but uh, I was surprised. You know, I was really surprised by your son because I think he stepped up in levels. And um, he showed the best thing that he has heart and that he can take a punch. That was the most important thing I saw from that fight. I love the way he jabbed. I love the way he, you know, he moved in the rings. I like, I, I like a lot his footwork. Be, regarding that, I have been asked several times. Currently, there is no way to mandate a fighter to, you know, I, I, there's no, there's no, nothing in the rule, other than a good conversation with the other sanctioning body in order to make them force the fight or both agree that we can do mandatories together, you know, like Teofimo fighting David Haney, for example. I will have, in this case, to speak with Mauricio Suleiman and see if we can work it out, talking with the promoters and, and making some kind of a special ruling. But there's nothing in the rules that will force a champion to fight another champion, unfortunately. I would love to have a better answer for that, but uh, but obviously I want your, your, your son to be my champion too. Well, there you have it, Mr. Haney. That is your answer. Gilberto, man, thank you one more time. Uh, we appreciate your time, and uh, till the next one. Thank you.
Thank you very much. All right. There thank you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Thank you. President of the thank WBA, Gilberto Mendoza. Uh, very good interview. Uh, candid. And, 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 and I appreciate that he answered all the questions. Interesting to hear that they're also possibly going to attempt to get rid of the regular. That seems difficult to do. I mean, if yeah. they set the precedent, I should have, I should have did that. I didn't stroke his ego, because if you set the precedent of being the first sanctioning body with one title per division, you know, you're really smacking everybody else in the face. They gotta follow suit. You know what I mean? Like you're one champion. There's no regular. There's no super. There's just one belt, one mandatory. <laughs> Everybody else is like, well, fuck. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's it's money. I mean, you got all these belts because of the money. And he's trying to sell you. Like, look, we don't really need the money. And we're trying to figure out ways to get the money from another source. That's true. He doesn't want to rely on, on Hopefully, on he's, he's telling the truth. Hopefully, he can actually get it done. Because, you know, sourcing the funds is always going to be an issue. That that money has to come from somewhere. You know, these, place, these sanctioning bodies are non-for-profit. It's like he said, he brought a tournament to Venezuela and, and, and had the whole Uruguayan team come out. So, like, that costs <laughs> money. That costs money. That's you know? pretty cool, too, because there's some of it these is. things that, that, that he's doing that, you know, not too many people know about. What was it? The WBO Future Champion well, Tournament? WBA, WBA, first off, wake up. Okay, sorry. That was not Paco. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. It's the... We got... <laughs> Sway with a super chat that says UFC is the most expensive pay-per-views every month. Boxing is second. Oh, well, that makes me feel better. Is that true, guys? Is UFC yeah. more expensive to be a UFC fan than boxing? Which one is more expensive? The same same numbers, right? I mean, they have way more. They have them every month, guaranteed type shit. Like, they, they have a major event every month. I haven't paid right. I can't. I can't remember right now. I know that for UFC though, they get certain fights that they really want more. Yeah, and used to when I was really tapped into it, compared to us. Yeah, they 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 have they have uh, different the free fights. You know, the prelims is always free and all that. Free. But like right. the main cards, you you paying up. You paying up for the main card. If you watch, if you're gonna watch a DC versus John Jones, you paying. You, all those you paid up. I can't remember how much the last time we paid for the John Jones. Is this is it 70, 80, or is it higher than that? That'd be at least uh, the 60. I mean, like I said, I haven't bought uh, a UFC fight in a little bit either. I think I forgot which one was the last one, but they, they're expensive. They're just as expensive. The last one I watched was Ronda Rousey on a, on a phone. Remember in, in Jersey? Yeah, I remember. Damn, what you was... mean on the what you mean on the phone? Like, oh, you bought it off the phone? Nah, like somebody what had it mean? on the phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's often. They 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 have them often every month. Right. Yeah, every they month do. They got they got some big UF. They are what? Where where they at? UFC sixty eight or some shit. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. I know it. It, it seems like it come back to back to back. Like. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. guys, uh, moving on, uh, we got a few topics that we need to discuss. We got Obviously, a few super chats. Uh, yeah, Will Lynch is up next. We'll get to him in just a second. I just want to, you know, real quick, uh, are we going to make our official predictions for the Ohio-born Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley? 
Sunday, it's going down. These two square off. Showtime pay-per-view, $60. Fantastic undercard with a lot of good fighters. Um, I'm picking Jake. Press conference showed, the, the face-off just showed me too much. He's too small. He's just too small. It just seems like he'll be shoved. Tyson was small. Who's Tyson? Mike, Mike? Tyson. No, man, but like you can look at Jake and or rather look at his face off, bro. Like bro. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like look, look. Um Bravi, you Micah, know you're me. the one that just watched this guy, you know, I don't know. You tell me. Look at this. I used to get it in Ohio. Is it me or am I making a big deal? Is he not that short? Am I over like He's short. And I he's mean, thin, though. Whoa. Look at his shoulders compared to Jake. Like, he's so small. Call you small face. His head is smaller. His shoulders I'm gonna call are you smaller. Small, his he's torso five, is nine, smaller. And obviously, Jake Paul is like 6'1 or something or six. My man's torso smaller. Anything. Only thing got only thing is beard bigger. That's it. Yo, you still got to. Yo, you, you, That's you, a plus beard. That's a chick. I gave yeah. Willie a check on the beard. He got he got the iron the iron. <laughs> I don't know check. what else to say. Look at how Jake just staring him down right here, bruv. I mean, look, man, it's but, obvious but that one guy Willie, has Willie, the physical advantage, but um, Willie does have that like you ain't even phasing me. Like I'm not building this up. This is a fight. We already built it up. I'm not talking. I'm here to beat your ass on Sunday. That's that whole mentality he got. Especially based off the press conference, but you serious? I mean, I mean, Jake just looks better than him, though. I really, I, I don't know on this one. I really don't. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Jake might win. I just, well, Woodley, just, I'm just basing it off what I seen the last few times uh, with UFC. I really don't know. Like, I want Woodley to win, but it just looks like Paul. Why? Yeah. Why you want Woodley to win? Because I was a, I, I. First of all, I watched Woodley. I think we watched before I watched him fight. Uh, what what's his name? Uh, do me maybe you can help me out. Um, Us is it Usman? I think he fought. Um, yeah, Usman. Well, he lost. He lost. Right. I I watched Woodley's last three or four. Right before mm. I stopped watching UFC, a lot of whatever, and he was really good. He utilizes the right hand really good. Um, well, his right hand is, you know, that's the most dangerous with that him. That was his okay. signature move. That, that was his signature move, exactly. So I really, especially before he started taking the uh, losses, I was really big into Whitley. But it seems like, I don't know, the later part of his career, I don't know, you know, what kind of happened. I don't know, you know, as far as maybe it was probably just time, you know, to let it go, you know, especially with age. So I don't know what, what was really played a factor in it or whatever. But I just, I have yeah, always yeah. liked. He Do had me. four consecutive losses. Let me ask you, because you're the guy that, you know, rolled around and, and did jujitsu and all that That's stuff. That's right, champ. Don't make me put the lapel Let choke me ask on you, you something. So, at 39, is somehow his body fresh as a boxer because he hasn't been performing the acts of, like, stand-up striking consistently? Or do you think at 39... As a former UFC fighter, his body still has wear and tear that can show signs in a boxing ring. I, look, time is time, and uh, you can't turn back the hands of time, champ. <laughs> He's 39, and let me tell you something about MMA, and, and, and you just said it, you know, rolled around, grappled, judo, 
Muay Thai kicks to the thigh, to the calf. It's brutal. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is that just like anything else, just like in boxing, excuse me, it, you know, if you don't got the, uh, you know, the monies, and he was talking about this in his interview about MMA, you know, if you don't got the proper uh, recovery outlets, you know, available to you, you, you're, you're going in hurt, man, because you take a lot of bumps and bruises. One thing that I found out about MMA to me, which was most dangerous, and and it's an art that 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 people sleep on the judo, man. Getting slammed on your back is no joke. You know what I'm saying? When you get taken down, all all that is is gonna affect you. So, um, you know, it's great to have the uh, you know, the 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 high, what is it, the cryo chamber and all these you know things that not every fighter has. So yeah, I mean he obviously had him accessible to him later in his, uh, maybe midway to, to, to later in his career after he was a champion, you know, after he beat Robbie Lawler. So he maybe, you know, had all that stuff accessible to him. Obviously, he made some bad decisions also in his life, just like, you know, any other champ, you know, you're faced with demons that you got to face head on. And uh, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And he made some bad decisions. So uh, drinking on top of the, the the fights, the slamming, the kicks, yeah, broski, that that wears and tears. Now, I don't know about any major uh, injury that he might have had. I could go back and maybe look into it, but I, I never heard of him having a major major injury. But uh, you know, these things are not even spoken about like that. But you you make the great point. Thirty nine, shorter, weighs less, shorter reach. Going in there with a guy that's younger, bigger, and all the other attributes. But one thing that I got to give uh, Tyron Woodley um, is is that he has the championship mentality. And uh, even though Ben Askren was a champ, oh, my God, he, he went into that fight like <laughs> he looked like he got up out of bed. And he was more of a grappler. So Tyron Woodley, even though you know him as a wrestler, Ness, he is really, you know, known for his right hand, the way he would, like, cover ground. You're going to be surprised in, in how fast he can cover ground. You know, he's 39. I don't know how much has diminished, but be, be expect that, you know. Don't be surprised if you see this man darting in. And he had nice, uh, nice uppercuts. Uh, I'm trying to remember Whitley a little bit. Nice right hand, nice uh. Nice uppercut. So it's certain things that Wooly could do really, really well, especially in the prime of his career. But, however, do me. Okay, I wanted you to tell me, well, who are you going for? Because I know you kind of more familiar. <laughs> Shit. Look, I could say all this good stuff about Woodley, man, but this is the machine right here. This is the Jake Paul show. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know what to do right now because I was disappointed once already by Ben Askren. And then uh, I continue to see how much Jake Paul puts into this. It's tough for me right now, man. Damn, Mike. <laughs> right, uh, I'm feeling the same way. I'm like, who should I be? I don't know with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Jake Paul. Easy pick, man. Jake Paul. The monster, I'm gonna go. Man. I'm gonna go with Jake Paul. And uh, one of the reasons too is that I saw a chink. I saw a chink in the Woodley armor. I saw a chink mentally. Mm. You know, and I and and. and you know that 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 didn't like that. Okay. I didn't like that, and I and I can tell you what it was if you don't know what it what it what it was. So guys didn't notice in the interviews he had, but he uh, yeah. kept saying that you know that the the bet didn't apply to him. The bet they they betted on about you know whoever loses. Oh, with the tattoo. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that didn't that 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 didn't even apply for me from the beginning. So he he kind of already he's already trying to cover himself, right. you know. 
Yeah, he trying so, to say if he lose, he ain't getting that tattoo. He ain't getting that tattoo. Which means so when he, he said that, I, I got, I, yo, I got instantly got sad. The warrior within got sad in Cause, me. Because it means he thinking about losing. Thinking about losing, champ. I would have been like, yeah, motherfucker, you going to sign that shit on your face. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know. Maybe he knows also how tough the task is, bro. Look, you've been fighting MMA for how long now? Jesus, years. You know how hard it is to switch over, get all the bad habits out of the uh, uh, fighting stance, get all the bad habits out is crazy. It's like yeah. you can probably do it um, quicker than others if you got the right team behind you. But I mean, he got the team. Be- he got a teacher for real. Pedro Diaz is a teacher, student of the game. Uh, you know, he's coming from that Cuban school of boxing, so he got that. But let me get to this YouTube super chat. But that's why this is a more intriguing pay-per-view. This is why you want to buy it, because you want to see what Pedro A. Diaz was able to do. Uh, you know, could he really mold the clay that is Tyrone Woodley? I got a four ninety nine Super Chat from Will Lynch that says, Boxing is only is the only sport I follow. Shocking, I know. But I also like to support the channels that help keep the sport relevant. Much love, TBB. Well, shout out to you, man. Hopefully, there's more people like you that appreciate what me, Alex, and Micah do. Don't forget to help Micah get to a thousand subscribers. She ain't there yet. Champ, Ooh, what I'm is- glad you said that. Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Listen, make sure. Go to Afternoon Sports Lay. Everybody that support. I ain't talking about you fickle. And if you disagree, well, we don't. I'm not worried about that. Just go ahead, hit that subscribe button. It's gonna be a lot of great content. People have been asking me. Yes, the podcast is still coming. Listen, the queen got other things going on. We gonna still do the podcast. I'm gonna at least try to post once or twice a month. Right now, I mean, once or twice a week, and then we gonna up it for sure. This my passion. You are gonna see the queen every week. So if you support me. You support boxing. You support, uh, you know, I sprinkle in a little bit of everything. We versatile over here. I'm balanced out. So I need to get to, to that thousand. I'm giving you, you know, this is something that I love. This is my passion. I'm, I'm doing this for the love of it. Okay? Listen, it's not easy the way some of y'all might think. Listen, to come on here, even do this, even do my other YouTube or whatever. So I appreciate each and every supporter. And I definitely, like I always say, this is genuine. I definitely appreciate Ness, Doomy, Mario, everybody, the whole TBV fam, because Ness doesn't even have to do this. Allow me to come on every Thursday. I'm appreciative. So I need everybody, you know, definitely hit that subscribe button. Let's get to a thousand. I want to make sure my uh, channel was monetized so I can keep giving you that content and, you know, upgrade the content as well. They going to have to send their best fighter for the champ. For (laughs) sure, man. Uh, It's not easy without being monetized. So go show that love. And it costs you guys nothing. That's the thing. Like, you might not even be somebody that wants to support, but by you not subscribing, you stopping someone else from supporting because she can't get no super chats. Do me... Need to get to a thousand too. He talking about he gonna be doing something there. He still ain't sent our Patreon video. Just saying, hit him up, hit him up, Alexander Lionez on Instagram and attack him. We got my Gene Better says we still paying for the Zone Showtime ESPN app pay per view boxing. Hardcores are the geese that keeps laying the golden eggs. <laughs> Damn. Oh, and I said something earlier too. Listen, I know I said I want I would pay a hundred dollars for a Caleb Plant versus um Canelo, but listen, I don't want to pay a hundred. But I'm just excited to see see that fight because I feel like we're gonna find out some things, we're gonna learn some things after that fight. 
Okay. And I'm gonna put you to sleep. I'm with you. Count Drago is next. He says Paul KO three. Tyrone too old. Stiff, shot, and small. Damn, hit him with the triple. Oh. Why you gotta hit him with the triple double? Triple combo. Paul too small, he said. What he said? He said he's oh, no, Paul KO3. Yeah, Tyson to a, Yeah, Tyrone to a, That's what I'm saying, man. Don't forget to use my code BETTBV on mybookie.ag where they got all types of bets for you, you know, from whether or not the fight goes the distance to whether or not somebody's mouthpiece get knocked out. We got nice odds over there. Who Bet bleeds T. first? Who oh bleeds my God. first, man? Who bleeds first? You, you feel me? Good old, good old, good old bets. So head on over to mybookie.ag and use the code BETTBV if you're going to make a bet cost you absolutely nothing but TBV gets a little kickback you know and it's a free way for you to show your love for what it is that we doing on a day to day let's go champ you feel me you know uh, moving on though I guess my email came back no, let's 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 get to some of these undercards uh, predictions. You guys trying to get out of here without making predictions? I see what y'all doing. Ooh, why are you putting the limelight, champ? Who you who you want doing, me to pick? Man. I see what y'all doing. Let me just pull up the the facts. What we I got started it. She like who you got, Doomy? So I'm I know. Going Jake. Wait. Yeah, I wanted to know. I'm help. going Jake. I know Amanda Serrano is fighting Yamef Mezcado. I'm, That's going to be a good fight, believe it or not. People are sleeping right now. What? Which one? Amanda Serrano versus... Yeah, Milet. Yeah, Milet. How you Charles... say it? So, t- say it again. How you say her name? Yeah, Milet. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah, Milet. Yeah, Milet. Yeah, Milet. I'm going to say Yami. Yeah. So, Yami is fighting Amanda Serrano. And I'm going to go with Amanda. Ivan Branchek is fighting Montana Love. This is a fight I don't know who to pick. Like, I feel like, oh. What's your gut telling you? That Montana's going to get pushed. I don't know that he's going to. Like, I don't know. Is he going to be able to beat that adversity? Like, can he get past that adversity that it is Branchek? I don't know. So this is a great fight that I I, I don't even have a pick for you. But uh, obviously, Branchek is the favorite, you know? And, uh... Then we got the Daniel Dubois and Joe Cusimano. I'm going obviously Dubois, but a knockout. I mean, obviously, but you I know he's see... just coming back. No, know? no, no, no. He beat back Don Dunu in two rounds on a comeback. Yeah, but Dun back the Don back Nick da whatever. Don Dunu. Say the name again. That's ba- the name that Bag- you say so well. Bagdan Dunu. Bagdan Dunu. Yeah. Uh, uh, he he! Come on, you think he was a live one? I mean, the only dudes to beat him is Kerbet Pulev and Big Baby Miller before him. And Big Baby Miller, you know, you could argue that he, he was on on some stuff and and beat him. He was basically just a punching bag. I mean, you know, I mean, you know. All right, I mean, I, you, you say know, KO style. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, for Dubois, yeah, I want to hope he gets a KO. But for Kusumano, you know, I want to see, could he, you know, you in there with Wilder and training clan, like, this your, this, if there was ever a time that the sun was going to shine on a dog's ass, it would be right now for Kusumano. Dubois is semi-hurt. No one's punched him in the face yet after Joe Joyce did that to his eye. You know, for Kusumano, this could be a Cinderella story. Wow. Hadouken! Just saying. 
All right, so uh, I guess Micah, it's your turn. <laughs> Is okay, there somebody well, I... else on that card that we missing other than uh, du- oh yeah, Tommy Fury? I got Tommy Fury. Yeah, yo, do you know that that the guy that he's fighting? It's a ex MMA fighter. <laughs> yeah, you're for real. Owen one. Owen. It's like, what is he? It's Owen like, nine. Is this, Owen nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> they they they, uh, they fight MMA guys all day. Tommy Fury, and after looking over Tommy Fury's like resume of guys he's fought, man, like it's gonna be interesting to see him fight tomorrow again. You know, this guy's an MMA fighter. Don't know too much about him. I don't know if Michael might know. Anthony's. I- Listen, I was I was laughing this morning because y'all was talking about um, Tommy uh, Tommy Fury. I really have not watched any of his fights. I'm not gonna uh, lie to you. I, when I looked, I was like, oh, okay, he part of the Fury family. He looked, you know, n- nice on the eyes as far as you know with the ladies. I didn't know. I didn't know he was like a part. Yeah, I really did not know. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a part of the family. He, it didn't, it did to me. It wasn't like. It didn't. He doesn't look like say. a fighting really, man. It never he, clicked. Right, he, he, he kind of didn't look like he was a part of the family. He just looked a little different to me. Because he looked better. Um, he looks better. He was looking like Superman. Yeah, he he, def- he definitely looked a little bit better. What so, you like? The blue anyway. eyes? Is it the blue eyes or is it the muscles? To me, it's the whole thing. Oh, the I, whole like package. I said, I never, I ne- I never pay, I never pay really close, play close attention or whatever. I'm not trying to say like I, you know, like him like that. Let's not get it twisted. But I'm just saying he didn't look like him. But anyway, yeah. So I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna trust. I'm kind of gonna side with you guys on some of these picks. Now, of course, I know Amanda, Amanda Serrano. I'm definitely going with, um, definitely going with her. I actually might still do a prediction video on that one, especially just to support the women. Um, once again, the uh, post no, the press conference. I really like what's her name, Yami. Is it Yami? Yeah, Yami Yami, Yami, I liked her outfit. I'm a lady guy, so listen, I pay attention to what you got on. Her outfit was very cute, the little nice jogging fit, Mexico. I loved it, you know, the black that was really, really cute. Um, I hope I really want that to be a really good fight. I feel like, you know, just by looking at her, she seemed like she's ready. You know, but anyway, I got Amanda on that one. Um, I'm going to go with uh, I seen a little bit of uh, Montana Love. Okay, like Ness said, I was watching a little bit of them earlier before I got on the show. I feel like that could be really good. That's the reason why I might buy it. Because at first, I'm not going to lie. I was like, I don't know if I'm buying this. Because like I said, that 75 last weekend. And listen, the queen got other things to do. So I didn't know if I was going to get this one. So we'll see. But I'm kind of I'm gonna side with Ness. I'm gonna trust Ness and his excellent boxing knowledge with his picks. Whoa, Ness, who you familiar. had on Montana and Ivan? I, I ain't picked nobody on that. You ain't picked nobody, right? Nah. All right, I'll tell you like it is. I said the favorite is the favorite, though. The favorite yeah, is the favorite. That's what I'm saying. If you pick all A sides, that's basically what y'all got. Yeah. Um, Micah already got the Jake Paul out of me. I was gonna wait to pick on that too because I was still contemplating, but. You know, and who knows in the next couple of days what could happen. But as of right now, because of the chink I saw, I got Jake Paul beating Tyrone Woodley. If I had to call the fight, oh, man, uh, it's going to be uh, – it'd probably be KO, man. 
think Jake's man, too big. Yo, it's crazy, man, because this kid's doing it, man. And um, it's 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 the Jake Paul show right now. Amanda Serrano is the favorite. You already know I wrote with Amanda. You know what I'm saying? But I think that Yami Leth is going to give uh, Amanda Serrano a great fight. So, you know, look for the women's boxing to definitely be representing big time. And uh, definitely make sure you catch that fight. Yami Leth Mercado is going to bring it fashionable. Like uh, Micah said, Daniel Dubois, obviously, is the favorite. Damn, he's a big favorite. I wonder what uh, MikeBookie.ag is looking like right now as far as their odds. Don't forget to use code BET. TBV Daniel Dubois for me on the Joe Cusumano. Uh, but you know, uh, as of late, bro, you know, there's been upsets, man. You just don't know these days, man, especially in the heavyweight division. Also, given that um, Dubois has an injury, um, doesn't even necessarily got to get knocked out or anything like that. But, uh, you know, if that eye hasn't fully healed or is the type of fracture that was um, maybe susceptible to so another fracture in the future, if any, if the hard enough impact, you know, might happen. I don't know. Anything can happen with an injury like that. So you just never know. But I'll stay with Daniel Dubois. Hopefully, you know, they trained uh, in a way where they are going to be very careful with uh, putting that 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 side forward or, you know, taking these risks right now. Hopefully they can get by without uh, refracturing it because it is the heavyweight division. These guys punch hella hard. Montana Love. Ivan Barczyk, I'm going to go with Montana Love. I think he's going to bring the flavor. He's going to be in there real, you know, real loose. You know, he his style of fighting is, uh, you know, it's fun. And it's and it's and it's stylistically to Barczyk, I think it's going to be a problem. Uh, I think that if he allows, if Barczyk allows Montana Love to get comfortable, it's going to be, uh, uh, you know, Montana Love's going to be picking him apart. Uh, it's going to be up to Ivan Branchak to see if he can nullify, you know, the boxing style of Montana Love. But I'll, I'll still s- stick with Montana. And Tommy Fury versus Anthony Taylor, which was an MMA fighter in uh, I don't even know what organization. So I can't say enough about him. So I'm just going to go with Tommy. Uh, Tommy's shown to struggle. Um with his last guy a bit. When I mean struggle, you know, I just he went the full distance. He won by points. But uh, he was taking some hard shots. You know, the other guy was taking a risk at times and, and able to land, you know, a hard shot. So I don't know. You know, Tommy, I'll pick Tommy. But, you know, Tommy got to got to be careful, man. He 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 looked like he, he could get hurt by a more skilled guy after that last fight. And that's pretty much it. Anthony Taylor, pretty boy. That's that's the guy's name. Uh, pretty boy about to get slapped. Call him sleepy time. Sleepy time, time. Sleepy time. Yo, you got to that my Jimbe second super chat where he says ban the WBA. We yeah, well the one I'm reading is a uh, uh, hashtag can- cancel WBA right. Yeah. All right, bunch of crooks. Look at this clown trying to clean up his mess. Ban the WBA. Wow. Man, I'd hate to be on your on your bad side, man. You're a meanie. Yo, next <laughs> one is from Charles Tiller. Alright. So. Hey, what happened? I ain't got it. Refresh. You know, my computer is giving me the rainbow circle of death. Uh, but Charles Tiller says next. 
Check into Shack TV. Get all pay-per-view and the zone for free with your cable package. Mm. $99 every six months. Need high-speed internet, though. Mm. Which well, all right package. Then. What's it called? Right? It's called Shack TV. Shack TV. But he said yeah. with your cable package. What? Mm. Yo, Mad Bent 100 in Kansas City. Says Woodley stops Paul. Real fighter's mentality. Say what? You better make that bet on my bookie.ag code bet TBV because that's a lot of money. Woodley's a super underdog. If you pick the round, you really going to make a lot of money. To knock him out. lot of money. All right. Well, Mad Bet came right back around and said Woodley punching back unlike the others. Oh, yeah? Let's see Woodley cut that distance. Let's see. I'll be honest with you, like the pad work that I'm seeing from Woodley, you know, and I think the coach is the same coach that trains Floyd, right? Uh, or, or works with Floyd. Is that the guy um, working oh, with? Oh, you're uh, talking about De- with Dre the Great or something like that? Yeah, yeah, because I know Pedro Diaz there too, and uh, yeah, it's yeah, crazy because yeah, yeah. the way Pedro Diaz, as as Tyrone told the story that. Uh, when he spoke to Pedro Diaz, Pedro Diaz told him from the front, like, are you here for the show or are you here to win? <laughs> like, I ain't going to train you if you're just here for this paycheck, you know? If you want to win, I got you. And, uh, yeah, he's training with Pedro Diaz. But the pad work is one thing, man. Uh, I haven't seen as uh, enough sparring. I, uh, I got to see a little bit of a clip earlier with uh, one of Pedro Diaz's um, prospects or, cont- you know, future, future, future prospects. Uh, and, and the guy was tall. I think he's a cruiserweight too. I forget the guy's name, man. Damn. Uh, I'll look it up in a Jake little bit. Jake out here uh, sparring with cruiserweights. BJ Flores, cruiserweight J. Leon Love. Come on, man. Nah, but this this guy that he was working with was pretty good. So, but I I I, I would like to see him use uh, like a peekaboo style, you know, on the inside. Ooh. And uh. Woodley? Yeah, Woodley. I think that that, that style would have suited him best, man, because he, he's very explosive with his legs. He's able to dart in. And I, obviously, I wouldn't I wouldn't even have him boxing like that the whole time. I, you know, the way I teach is different. You know, I just I use different styles for different ranges. But um, that I would have liked that. I would like to see that. <laughs> you got a super chat, Doomy. How many of those next? Come on, Doomy. You need to do... <laughs> like Ness said, and get on the alpha brain. <laughs> Just kidding, champ. You the man. Yo, I am gonna try that. Yo, I told you the other day, Ness. So I'm like, Yo, Cobra. Yo, Micah boxing there. out with a, with a little fruit flies. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? She ate an apple, and the fruit fly came for you. Mad Bent with another one. <laughs> Time to ring the alarm. We got a third super chap in Mad Bent. <laughs> He says, "Love conquers all." The Russian damaged. Uh, who? What Russian is damaged? Is he saying Branchik? Branchik? Oh wow! Oh, love Montana, love conquers all. Oh, love conquers all. Wow, that was nice. Good play on the words, but wow, is Branchik damaged? The Russian damaged. Damn, I I don't know if. And I I think his style calls for like crazy fights. I think the last fight wasn't it like a little bit tough on him. Um, I know he was in a war. I mean, a lot of the times he gets into wars because that's just the type of fighter he is. That's Pedro Diaz's fighter too, right, Ness? Who? Uh, Ivan. 
Uh, you know, I'm not sure, man. It, at once upon a time, he definitely was trained by him, but I, I, I don't know. I didn't see him none of the times I was down there. Freddie Roach, I think he might be in there. Um, what were we just uh, asking? So, Coach, Coach, uh, shit, Coach, what's your name, man? Fuck. All of Coach. But Coach, uh, Miami says Tyrone was training because he, Tyrone, his, his fighter sparred Tyrone. Or Tyrone sp- trained in his gym for a day or whatever. But he said Tyrone was training with Gerald Tucker and Pedro Diaz. Mm. And he brought in a pro by the name of Gaspard Pierre to spar with Woodley and a couple other guys who gave him that work, champ. <laughs> Coach, what's your first name? Steven. Coach Steven. Coach Steven. And you're based out of where? Send me that info, man, so I can let the world know. I know you're like in... Fort Lauderdale, something like that. Yo, it's crazy. What's that? Nah, that that yo people really um uh, really want believe that Jake Paul's gonna win. Like, and the thing is, is that the competition keeps getting a little tougher. Like, I just told you before earlier, I I I, I can you know I I put Tyrone Woodley ahead of Ben Askren. Bro, you know? that's what I'm saying. People people don't know what they're watching, so they're like, oh, this YouTuber, this is whack. But the thing is, show me Floyd's first fight. Show me Floyd's second and third fight. Show me Shakur's first and third fight. Show me anybody's first, second, and third fight other than Canelo Alvarez who fucking fought Puppet Vasquez. Uh, You know, who the fuck is fighting names in a first, second, and third fight? Like, people just refuse to give anyone credit. They have to tear you down. This isn't the world to build you up. But the truth is no one is doing what he's doing. No one is doing what he's doing. No one is fighting a name. Oh, yeah, Vasil Lomachenko did it. I'm sorry. His second fight was a name, not his first fight. You know? And, and neither was Jake's, to be honest. Who the fuck is Epson Gibb? You know? <laughs> but that Yo. second fight, that was somebody. He could he could have looked like he ain't, you know, like you say, he rolled out of bed. He still was a name. Show me somebody... Not named Vasil Lomachenko fighting a name in his second fight. And then fighting a bigger name in his third fight. Like, just show me. The thing is, though, with Jake, though, people, I hope they're taking him serious. Because you could tell, no, he's really he's really training and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they got to make sure, like, I hope Whitley, you know, uh, you know, don't underestimate. Because I feel like with the Paul brothers, you still, you have to be careful with them. Mm. And he's taking the boxing serious, and you could tell he really focused. Like, so. Mm-hmm. You've seen him. You know how strong he is. Exactly. Do you know what everybody says? So he's in <laughs> Coach Coach Steven is in uh, Hollywood area, but he'd been training in Dora. Hollywood. At the Sky or the the I don't know where that's at. Yo. Sky Boxing Gym. Oh, Sky Boxing. Jaime Nieto on the Super Chat says, I got Jake Paul. Woodley may get slept. MMA striking is completely different than boxing, and he's a part-time fighter. Spends more time on TMZ. Oh! And he's talking yeah. Woodley's more on TMZ? Yeah, he said Woodley might get slept. And then he immediately turns around, and you got to hit him on. with the yeah, bell, champy champ. <laughs> Triple combo. Says, great interview with Gilberto. 
TBV always fire. Fire emoji. Keep it up, guys. Look forward to the show every day. Don't forget to check us out on Saturday. To this day. Saturday, we're actually going to be live in Myrtle Beach. And we're going to be calling uh, the Don King Promotions and the Christy Martin Promotions Show featuring Alonzo Big Zoe Butler, the heavyweight division, and Aida Stormborn Biggs. Uh, she is the sister of Justin Biggs. This is the mayhem in Myrtle Beach. Numero dos is going down August 28th when there's no other boxing. You can watch this absolutely free on the BPE app. You could download the BPE app absolutely free. Watch it absolutely free on app on the App Store, Roku TV, Apple TV, anywhere, Android TV, all that greatness. Catch us calling these cards live and and, and and watch the evolution of TBV from podcasters to broadcasters or commentators. Or if you do me, just there playing soundboards. Hadouken! There you go. Get him. Yo, we actually need that with us. We don't be having that with us. I know, man. I'm going to have to like... You got to bring your computer and plug it up. I'm going to have to plug, plug it, it up, champ. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, Ignorant Boxing? Are you going for Mr. Woodley? Saying that we're underestimating Mr. Woodley? Will you be going for Woodley? But moving on from Tyron Woodley and Showtime Boxing on Sunday, August 29th, where we will be doing a live fight chat right here at 8 p.m., doing the whole freaking card, man. So join me on Sunday. It's going to be fun day. Second <laughs> topic is Devin Haney. Jojo Diaz, November, Eddie Hearn is saying he's pushing hard for this. Obviously, I'm hearing, you know, sources close to the camp are saying that, you know, Eddie's going to make a big offer uh, to, you know, uh, MTK for that fight, you know. Say what? Yeah, because obviously Golden Boy wants JoJo Ryan, but it ain't happening. MTK is the manager, so if you can, like, submit a reasonable offer to MTK for a Haney title shot, you know, it's probably going to be considered. And, uh, you know, they're thinking November. November was what JoJo asked for because Haney had a tentative October return. Um, so... Hopefully this happens for Haney, you know? He needs this fight. It would be a good fight. Jojo Diaz is a 2012 Olympian and uh, former world champion. His biggest win, obviously, is the win over Tevin Farmer. You know, his biggest loss, obviously, is his loss to Gary Russell, which is another fight I still want for Devin Haney. And, and, and for those reasons exactly, like, you could just beat the man to beat the man. Beat the man to beat the man. Mm. Annie Marie, that's not true. I don't dislike MMA fighters. I just don't think they can beat boxers. Simple. <laughs> they coming for you, Chance. Simple like busting a pimple. Yo, um, so yeah, man, what do you guys think of Haney and Joseph Diaz? Micah K was like, that was not a good analogy. I don't like busting pimples. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because you're trying to be a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but, I used um, to freestyle in my day. I'm telling you. Nah, I'm joking. I'm really not, though. Oh. 
<laughs> um, so let me, yeah, I mean, I like it, of course, definitely. I just want to see good fights. I definitely, I would love to see Devin Haney and, and, and JoJo go at it. I, first of all, I love that last fight. Devin Haney really impressed me. Definitely impressed me. He showed me some other things. Um, so I'm really, you know, definitely for me, it's a definite yes. I like the whole approach uh, that Joseph has to this fight. You know, he's actually wanting to make the fight. He was on here with us. You know, oh, expressing. wow. Breaking news. Sorry, bro. It's all good. You know, Jerron let me at least give Ennis? you this one real quick. Yo, Jerron Ennis is allegedly set to fight Thomas DeLorme? DeLorme, yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, champion. Mm. Damn, they serving DeLorme uppity up. That's a He's tough a... fight. And, and, and let me tell you, it's also a good fight, though. DeLorme... He, he got in there with, 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 with Crawford. He's been in there with some decent welterweights at this point. And I think he he lost to Ugas. He might have dropped Ugas. Do y'all mm. remember? I think he dropped Ugas. Who? Mm. Who? Delorman? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Y'all sleeping out here, man. This ain't mm, a bad I gotta fight. Go this ain't a bad look, fight. Look at this guy. Yeah. No, listen. He gave Crawford a decent fight. It was for a vacant mm -hmm. title. Know what I'm saying? And who else he fought good? Jesse? Ain't he fight Jesse good? Damn, and Tree said he gonna get slept. He he been slept Ooh. twice. He lost his last two to Jamal James by unanimous decision and to Stantinius by unanimous decision. It's cash out time. You know, I'm big, I'm big on boots, so. He ain't get a win in a minute. Damn, this ain't what they needed to give, but it's a name, but damn. I mean, his resume, like, it looked like a Christmas light, man. Red and green, red and green, like, who, did, who Who would you want Boost to fight right now? I mean, this this who it is. I'm not even, like, this who oh, it okay. is. You know what I mean? Um, what could you do? Uh, Delorme is, is 28 in the world. 28 in the world, which ain't bad. Ain't that You know, it's, I mean, a, it's, it's, a, a, it's a building yeah. fight, man. It's a build. And I let me tell you, nah, Delorme nah, is fresher than... Robert Guerrero, and I was just saying, fuck it, give Robert Guerrero the boots fight because he beat. I don't even want to hear about no building them up fight. He need to be. I want to know what what this does for him. What, what you mean? It, it gets his name. Nobody don't know him. You you see every time they try to talk about him, they don't know him. And they know Who him. Don't I know him. If know they know him, why you ain't go see him yet? Line six, read know him. Everybody know him. <laughs> You see that? Everybody, everybody, know. everybody know boots. If you, if Give my boy his chance, man. I mean, who versus top. who? He ain't in the top five. Only to in me, one sanctioning body. Only in one sanctioning body, and that ain't number one. That ain't mandatory well, you know, status. The Skrilla, the Skrilla ain't quite there to be paying all these, but he's number oh, eight at the WBC, all I'm saying, seven at the listen ring. To me, listen to me. All I'm saying, he needs this fight to keep moving in the right direction. He's not number one in any sanctioning body, so he ain't ready for nobody. He ain't but number if you, one. If he wasn't fighting Thomas Delorme, who who would we who would you set boots up to fight? That's my question. Like, what's another name? You need who to fight. He... You need I to mean, fight. I, need to I mean, I like I like the Van Heerden fight again. They never uh, finished that. Um, Josecito <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, uh, Lopez. Quadratulo, Abdurakorov, mm -hmm. Broner, 
Jamal James, Cavalaskis, Tulani, Tulani Mbenge, Conor who, who, who can what, What's a common opponent? Castillo Clayton. He beat Sergey Lipinets, beat up Clayton. They offered Clayton to fight in the past. You know? Yeah, he could fight Clay. Man, he's top. He's t- he's top five. Maurice Hooker. WBO Maurice also. Hooker. Omar Figueroa. I mean, it's throw him something. There's definitely something better than a dude coming off of two back to back losses and maybe like a draw and shit like that. Who's Michael Mc- McKinson? I'm I'm that's the dude that beat, That's the dude that beat my man's and uh man. He fucking beat uh my man from huh? the UK, man. He beat my man from the... Too Slick. Too Slick, Too Slick. What the fuck is his name? Ah! <laughs> Isn't his name... He beat Luther, Luther Clay, lost to Too Slick. Too Slick's name is... Man, what I'm seeing here is... Premzalolaronowski. I can't remember, man. I can't remember. If you That's go the to last Dickinson, guy Michael McKinson fought. Nah, and the one before that? Chris Congo. That's the one. Fucking Congo shit the bed. He would have beat McKinnison. He could have been a Crawford opponent, man. He he had the WBO like Oceans title or some shit. Wow. Yeah, man. He lost to McKinnison. Uh, so why why they the can't give card. him uh, Michael McKinnison so he could climb up on that? Uh, give who? Uh, give who? Ennis. Ennis, yeah, because Ennis is, top, is number five on the McKinnison, WBO. McKinnison is with McKinnison is with Matchroom, and they ain't putting him nowhere near Ennis. Hmm. First of all, for Ennis, it does nothing because America don't know McKinnis. And for McKinnis, it does nothing because you're going to jump into that high-risk fight and, and earn absolutely nothing. You ain't going to get a million for it, and you ain't going to get no strap for it. Yeah, it looks like anybody above Ennis is is top guys, even in the ring, which I know it's not something that... Mm, super chat from James Benitez that says, again, if PBC believed in boots, they would have put him in with much better name. What a joke. He's not ready. Y'all need to chill on the boots hype. Why we need to chill? Uh, what's his name? Why we need to chill, James? Hold on. We, ch- we don't need to chill. We got to right. see. Oh, look at this guy. Yo, James. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> nah, seriously, though. Uh, you know they haven't given him the chance because people don't want to fight him. Right. The name comes on the desk. Jerron, I put these botas in your face. Boo, you know, and, it's, and then it's like, nah, I can't. You know, nah, I'm going to pass on that. I'll chill. I'll chill on the hype when somebody does something. Then, we'll, then I'll fall back. But until then, we don't know. We only going by. And I know even Ness has said this, even with the eye test or certain people. Right. Just like with the Manny Pacquiao versus uh, Uga's fight, most people had Manny. So that, that just lets you know, even with your eye test, sometimes you don't know because boxing is so unpredictable. Doomy, you made a good point. I think you said that today or, you know, yesterday when I was listening in. But... Going based on when I do my analysis, that's just my perspective of what I'm seeing in the ring. So as far as of right now, Ennis is the goods. Now, when we see, when we see, of course, he still has to fight more elite competition. So we'll know, is he really, really that one? But as of right now, 
no, he, he he's doing a good job. He's fighting the person that they put in front of him, and then we'll go from there. Now, it might change, it might change once we see him with better competition. But as of right now, Boots is good. Casual Bass Guy Ness uh, was in there, too. Uh, he says, meanwhile, Virgil fighting Cavalaskis. Hooker shaking my head. I guess they don't want they want to they well, want Virgil, better. Virgil fought Hooker too though, didn't he? Yeah, he fought Hooker too. Or he was too. scheduled to fight Hooker. I'm pretty sure he fought Hooker. Or... Nah, he fought Hooker. Remember, yeah. Hooker gave him a good fight until you know. He, he... That's what I'm saying. Like, why why does it matter? Pacquiao fought all Mayweather's like leftovers. Like, this is boxing. This ain't no like leftover. Like, nah, the guy can still be like. a threat. Like, come on, you know. And it's, and it's good. Still it's, dangerous. good. it's good to have comparable names. You know what I mean? Comparisons. You know, you've been in with them. I've been within them. Like, it works that way. You move the pieces in the board according to that type of stuff, type of info. Um, Where are we at? On well, now nah, we subject? we good with the supers. We on to the next sub, Jackie. I mean, yeah. I, well, we said Devin Haney and Joseph. I like JoJo's approach, right? Yeah, so, uh, we got two more things to talk about. Obviously, Earl Spence. Uh, there's there was an article. I don't know. Did you guys catch it on ESPN? I did it. I did it. But I I uh, I was intrigued by the by the uh, little quote that uh, they yeah. put out or you put so, out. So uh, maybe you want to pull it up. Is in the pre pro, so you can read the significant quotes that Earl gave uh, discussing. You know, the fact that he's grateful that uh, he, he, you know, he caught the eye injury in time before it threatened his career. And obviously, shout out to Michael Coppinger, who published this story today at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you know, Coppinger. On ESPN? On ESPN. You need the link? What the heck? No, I got, I got the story. Are up. you sure? Are you sure? I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, it's a... It's a uh... Well, it's a, yeah, it's not so long, the story, but uh, let me see if I can. You want me to pull up just the quotes? Yeah, well, it says, I, I'm grateful that I caught it. It's a career-ending injury for a lot of other boxers, Spence told ESPN in his first public comments since the surgery. A lot of them don't get checked up. Even if this would have happened earlier in training camp, I would have still tried to spar and things like that, and it probably would have damaged it permanently. I'm just grateful it happened when it happened, and caught it sooner than later and i have another chance at what i love doing so now spence uh, you know prepares for yet another return from catastrophe man and uh he also quoted on one of them i did have a little curtain not in my eyesight but in my peripheral like a shadow spence espn's number 147 pounder said of his eye before the air bubble was wrapped around it I was seeing that after sparring and things like that. Me just being a boxer, being young, I didn't want to say anything about that. But then the doctor asked me if something was wrong with my vision on the left side because my left eye looked like a shadow. Wow. Another quote, he says, uh, if it gets to the center of your eye, it will get a lot worse. Ben said he was told by the doctor. If you would have got hit or anything, it would have got way worse than what it is. Man, thank God for that, man. You know, you just never know. Sometimes as a fighter, man, you try to fight through shit, you know, and, you know, you're just a fighter at heart. So, yeah, it's it's crazy that he did catch it like that because sometimes you try to fight through shit, shit gets worse. Um, he goes on to quotes. say, there was a UFC fighter who had the same thing and he started training too early and lost his eyesight. He went blind in one eye, Spence said. 
of the former UFC middleweight champion, uh, Michael Bisping. Yeah, man, Michael Bisping's eye. You you look at him, it's like, whoa. And I don't even I didn't even know. I don't know if that's what I'm reading, but if he's blind from that eye, it's crazy because I just thought it looked funny. My doctors tell me take it easy or just chill. That's what I'm going to do. Not going to push it or think I'm Superman or something go wrong. I'm going to listen to the doctor and hopefully I make a full recovery. And uh, as far as what he can do, he's restricted from doing anything remotely strenuous, strenuous, like strength and conditioning, no running and definitely no sparring. Uh, he quotes, uh, I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing but walk, Spence says. I got to sleep on my left side. I got to put my eye drops in. I know I can't spar for probably like two months, but I'm optimistic about what I, what, Damn, when I can start jogging. That's not bad, two months. Mm. But I'm optimistic about when I can start jogging. Hopefully that will be next three weeks or so. And uh, goes on another quote. says, it's freaking Manny Pacquiao. Future Hall of Famer, future legend, undoubtedly top 10 of all time, Spets said. One of the greatest fighters of all time, and I drop out of a fight with him two weeks before the fight. That don't make sense, not to mention all the money we would have made off pay-per-view. I called him out two years ago in the ring, not like he handpicked me. I've been asking to fight him. The opportunity to tack the legend onto his resume has likely passed Spence by, but he still has a chance to resume his career and come back from yet another career-threatening incident. So that's uh, the 101 right now as far as uh, Mr. Earl Spence, Errol Spence Jr. And I'm glad that he did catch it in time. You know, Michael Bisping is a great example. I don't know, Mike, if you ever seen uh, Michael Bisping. But his eye looks like, you know, it's dark. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's it's way different than his other eye. And I didn't even know he didn't he couldn't see from that eye. That's that's crazy. So crazy. I mean, basically the biggest quote is his 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 gratefulness for catching it ahead of time. Do you believe that that, that will, you know, in terms bring him back to the ring any sooner? Like when are you guys expecting to see Earl back in the ring? Well, he says two months sparring. So, uh, I mean, I don't know how quick he's... I just don't know how... I mean, look, the advice that he has to receive from his doctors obviously is not... is not. We're not privy to that, so we don't know what the doctors are saying exactly, but I'm pretty sure he's going to make the right decision. And if it's two months that he can spar... We're already at the end, at the, what is it, the fourth quarter already? Yeah, we're at the fourth quarter, September, October. Yeah, just about. So uh, will we see him uh, fight before the end of the year? Two months, two months? No, we probably might not see him fight. You know, we probably won't see him fight probably till maybe March. Who knows, you know? Right. I'm going to spend, yeah, next year. I would say sometime next year. I'm just thankful that he's okay. And hopefully, you know, he come back with a full, healthy, you know, recovery and we get a chance to see him again. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let's uh, that, that, that that's what I'm interested in, in, in finding out what what's going to happen, because he holds two belts. And um, I know how these sanctioning bodies work. You know, they took Keith to this belt. Day. They took Keith belt for for a lesser injury. Right, so I'm I'm waiting for the WBC to try to come in because they took Keith's belt. WBA didn't, but you know WBC did. 
Yeah, and you that know? sounds I, crazy to me too, KDD. You're like the fact that he's already talking about sparring in two months. I don't know. That sounds that sounds a bit and ambitious. Sounds a little bit like. Listen, this beyond me. No, you're right. But uh, I mean, other than that, Manny Pacquiao and Ugas. Uh, obviously, Ugas is saying he'll give Manny a rematch. Since Say what? Yeah, because mm. Manny's not out here giving him the love and respect. Instead, he's saying, you know, all oh, my legs cramped up. I could beat Ugas, you know. Basically, oh, I had two weeks notice. You know, you know how it is. Yeah, I mean, look, you could you you could say that man, Manny's got valid, you know, valid points and, and, and whatever, you know. He's he's just such a legend that he just took on it. He could have easily said, no, man, this is the kind of guy that Manny Pacquiao is. And if he's asking for a rematch, shit, why not? Give it to him. Um, you know, he'd be better prepared for that specific fighter. I mean, if there's anything that maybe the boxing fam out there probably sees that that, that, that can sway them into thinking that maybe the next time it'll, it'll be the same thing, I, I, I think that it could be different, you know. Preparation is key, man, and you're preparing for a certain type of guy. Then they throw you in another guy. It's, uh, you know, not anybody could just do that, you know, and be okay to, to take on. And then you're fighting at the highest levels, man. That's why this Canelo Alvarez, you know, back and forth negotiation was such a crazy situation because you're, you're trying to get the most advantage. Everybody's trying to get the, the advantage. So, you know, when you come in there and, uh, uh, you know, you think you're fighting one guy, and then you get a guy, another guy. It's it, it can it can shake up your game plan. I mean, Micah, what do you think? You think you think uh, Ugas just does the same thing to Manny? Right now, based on off of what I saw last weekend, Manny did not look like himself. I didn't see him moving the way he. Nothing compared to I'm talking about with Keith Thurman, the way Manny was moving with Keith Thurman then. Going back to this fight from last weekend, I think it's time to let it. I think it's time to let it go. I think he needs to listen to his wife, and kind of because I I don't see it. But once again, it is you know respect to Manny Pacquiao. He is a living legend. I um uh I got a lot of respect for Manny Pacquiao. The things that he's done, and just uh um I love the fact that Manny Pacquiao even given you know with Spence he was. They was about to fight. That couldn't happen then with Ugas, but I just don't see it. I, I I really I really don't see it. But if if Ugas is okay with getting the rematch, then that way it'll solidify it. Because once Ugas beat him again, then you know any other ex- excuses that's coming, you know, out. I feel like you know just just shut it down. But Manny didn't look like him himself to me at all. I I didn't I didn't see. I I mean some he did get. Now I'm not gonna lie. He he still got some nice little, he still got some nice hits on Ugas and stuff like that. But that fight, it was good. But I don't even know if I want to see a rematch. I think Ugas did a good job. But we at 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 our house, we was like, okay, Ugas, you know, kind of let your hands go a little bit more. The double jab was there. He utilized the double jab excellent. Ugas did really good with that. It's the the right hand was there, you know, but it's like ah, I could let it go, you know, yeah, for me. He but hey, enough. he ain't do enough. He yeah, didn't impress you. Like, I was watching that shit, like, bro, are you gonna do sign up? Like that shit was corny, man. But uh, going back to this uh, overlooked the Lorme uh, Ennis fight, 
It does say that Castillo Clayton was considered, but they chose Delorme because of his resume. So, once again, who you fought matters. Tough guy though, Delorme. So I mean, expect I expect him to, uh, you know, make make Jerron do uh, a little extra. You know what I'm saying? He's he's gonna get pushed, but I just see Jerron still doing the same thing, man. Hopefully, uh, after J- Thomas Delorme, they give him a shot. You know, or or, or they put some of these top guys. Uh, versus each other. I mean, I know it seldom happens, but you know, you 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 can put these guys uh, at the top. You know, I know we mentioned Virgil versus Jerron at one time, but any of the guys up there, man, you got to give this kid a shot uh, sometime. And uh, you know, he's already top five in two of these sanctioning bodies. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and open up these phone lines. I think we got uh, one super chat, maybe. If yeah, not. one. Matt Bent says Manny has no points, just the lost and excuses. Yep. <laughs> um, let me get out to real quick our sponsor. Shout out to all our truck drivers. Stay safe on that road, and remember. These calls are brought to you by Big Rigs Trucking Agency, experts for all your insurance and trucking needs. For quotes and consultations, visit us at brtagency.com or contact us at 908-943-6918. All right, we're going out to Jordan Carter, Seattle, Washington. What up? Hello. What up? What up? How y'all doing? All good. What's up? Nah, shit, man. Ness, you a better man. What up? How y'all doing? Ness, you a better man, huh? What up? What's your bet? I'm going to make you a bet like Jake Paul made Woodley. If Woodley loses, y'all give me a plane ticket to West Country and I'll fight whoever you want me to. If Woodley loses, I'm picking Jake Jake Paul. Paul, If Jake Paul gets the win, I'm picking picking Woodley. I'm picking Woodley. I'm picking Woodley for the win. But if Woodley loses, so so let's get to the point, man. Is that what you're saying? That that the plane ticket is the issue. You saying you could fight if you got your plane no. ticket? No. I'm saying I I'm, mean, I'm just, saying just, I'm not a hundred. I'm not a hundred, but I got the skills to get the win. Man, I hear you, and I'm not trying to pin you down to an answer, but you sound like you're saying. If you had the money to fly there, you would fight. So if that's the case, I can try and get that amongst the community. I'm sure the community wants another high-level heavyweight fight on the Border Wars card. We already got like 16 fights, but to add a, a high-level fight, I, I, I think we can probably get some people to, to, to pitch in. But that has to be the case. I can't be putting words in your mouth. That would be a splendid idea, and I'd be absolutely be down to do that. So again, I want to be clear so before I start trying to make this happen. You only need a plane ticket from Seattle to Wisconsin. Yep. Send me some tickets uh, prices. Look them up. I it's got M M K E. M K E is the airport code that you're coming. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, looks like we got, damn, I got to know this name by heart. I know who this is. Oh, word? I do, but I don't know. Like, I don't remember, but I know the name so much. There it is. It is 
no comment. There, that's why, because it's fucking new. Mr. <laughs> Albany Antonio, what up? Yo, what's good? What's good, yo? Good show so far tonight. Hey, yo, um, I just got to say, man, Willie really said that, man. Willie really said that bet didn't apply to him. When he shook the man's hand in front of the whole world, it's crazy, bro. After that, I was like, you know what? Jake is going to, he's going to murder this boy. Other than that, man, the undercard is going to be great. Serrano is going to, you know, take care of that lady. And, uh, man, I mean, there's a lot of talk about who's fighting who. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing. I mean, I heard there's some, like, rumors going on with Broner and um, Conor Ben. Is that true? Uh, that's just Eddie wants it. Yeah, man, that would be a good fight for Broner, man, because I would like to see Broner again, man. I think he's still got a little bit left in him. Um, but other than that, man, um, good show, man. And, yo, Paul is going to put on a show, man. Good show. I'm out. All right. And I know you can do it, man. You got the – you got the – That's a tough fight for Broner who don't let his hands go to, to deal with a young dude that that, that that wants to grind out like that. I don't know, man. Nah, Jerron's dangerous, though. Toughy, tough, toughy. Little toughy fight. Uh, we got Steve in Chicago. Steve in Chicago. Chicago. Remember? My town up in town. Hey, Daddy, this is a dollar beat. I drink sodas, I eat pizza. I hang out with chicks all day. These fighters still can't beat me. They fighting every day. They ain't gaining the gym every day. Just give me six weeks, and I got it. Boxingboys.com. Hey, you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, you guys covered a lot tonight. Good show. Uh, I was glad you had Mendoza on. A lot of the fans, you know, it has to be expected, you know, didn't care. But it's, but I look at it like this. At least we're hearing it from him, whatever it is he has to say. He is the man in charge over there. So that was a great guest to bring on. Shout out to Brandon from Houston uh, for organizing that. So we can't be mad at that. You know, the guy at least came on the show. So that shows me that he cares a little bit, right? Because if he didn't care at all, he wouldn't give you the time of day, right? So uh, as far as this Woodley, I'll be honest with you, I don't know much about Woodley. But my thing about this is I'm surprised at how many boxing fans are supporting Jake. Who has Jake fought? What has he done? Why are you so high on him? Bruh, Just because he looks, I mean, let me ask Woodley you a was Woodley. Let me ask you a question. Outside of Lomachenko, who else is for names in their first three fights? No, nobody. But what? I, but so still, he's, like so he's he's fought a YouTuber. He he ain't even fought. He ain't even fought fighters. He fought the one guy that was like, you okay. know, nobody. He he. Okay. he is, He's fought like celebrities, you know, right, it's like so celebrity boxing. So, so who Devin Haney fought in his first three fights? Look, man, I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. I, I think they put together a good card. I know what you're trying to say. Uh, I, I just don't know. I don't know enough about Woodley. You know, I ain't putting money on him, but I'm, I'm kind of favoring him only because he's got experience. You know, uh, this is something different. We'll, we'll find out a lot about Jake with this fight, I think, because uh, even though Woodley's not a, a a boxer, he's a fighter. I mean, 
He's a pro fighter. He even held a title in a major organization, you know. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think about it. But, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, you put about Ortiz's next, or uh, Haney's next fight. They're shooting for JoJo. Yep, November. But that's not, it's not a done deal, right? Mm-mm. It's just Eddie talking. I mean, according to my sources, Eddie, yeah. Eddie making a big offer. Yeah, but like you said, Eddie talks a lot, like you said. You know, we'll see. And, uh, yeah, Spence, I'm not going to touch that. And then, the U- I don't want to see a rematch with Ugas and Pacquiao. I don't even see why Pacquiao wants a rematch with him. Pacquiao should just go do some type of celebrity fight and be done with it, you know. He shouldn't get back in the ring with uh with a young fighter like Ugas. I just I don't see him having success no matter what he does. All right. Uh I, I guess we're gonna have to talk about this again. A A A Micah and Dume. Micah yeah, yes. and Dume. <laughs> Mufasa? Have you heard of uh, Corey Muldrew? Corey Mountains of Mordor. Oh, is it Mordor? No, I have no idea. What did you say? I have, I have Corey Mordrew. You're going to have to tell me how to spell that. All right, champion. so I'm going to just get... I usually don't use the Skype chat, but to... In 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 in, in uh, you know wanting to show Micah and you at the same time who we Corey Muldrow right Corey Muldrow there it goes there's the link to this gentleman Muldrew Muldrew yeah like Mildew but Muldrew Muldrow yeah Muldrew <laughs> damn and, he called and, them and and, and 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 this guy w- had two years of inactivity before he fought Jerron Ennis on his pro debut. And after he fought Jerron Ennis, he retired. He's never fought again since 2016. So what you're saying is that my man Ennis retires cats. Now, this dude, his name is Luis Ramos. Have you heard of him? Luis Ramos. Uh, no. Here's his box right here. Because he, he, he never won a fight either. You understand? Okay. Hold on. Will you do that? Can I hit the link? Of course yeah. you can. I ain't, you know, I ain't know with Skype. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Luis Ramos has won zero times. So, so again, for guys like Steve, right, you're saying, oh, why are we high on Jake? Well, Jake is fighting on a higher level than 99.9% of all active boxers. I like the like, argument, but the counter-argument to that is that he fights them with a lot of advantages on his side. What is the advantage? Oh, so the you're telling fact. me Jerron Ennis didn't have a fucking advantage over Luis Ramos and Corey Mildrew? It was the same playing field on weight class. Really? The dude was Corey it? is 144. Okay. He wasn't 147. I mean, that's he agreed to that. It's not like he cut weight. So, so how is this a play, even playing field? You just like he started his career at one thirty four. He fought Danny's fighter Thomas Velasquez at one thirty four. Like, stop it, okay? Who, the who, truth of okay, the matter so who did is, Jake Paul? 
who did Jake Paul fight? Okay, a we know a very, known, a very known YouTuber, which is still better than Corey fucking Mildrew, who nah, never won. I don't know. I don't know, man. Okay, okay. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. Let's put this into perspective. Let's put this into perspective. Jerron debuts versus Corey Mildrew at the Dixie Convention Center in St. George. Mm. Jake Paul debuts in the UK in a sold-out arena of over 20,000 fans. Plus, Don't glamorize the opponent. Plus, 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 for a plus, plus Micah K does 1.5 okay. million Pay-per-view buys on YouTube. Pay-per-view. That video alone has been seen over 60 million times. Right, but are you comparing numbers or are you comparing who who the person fought? Because we talking with Ennis for actual Corey, boxers. I'm comparing Corey to 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 Anderson Gibbs or M, whatever his name is, Gibbs, Gibson. The YouTuber. That's who I'm comparing. That's the comparison. This dude that isn't a fighter. He's never won a fight. He debuted with Danny's first fighter, Danny Garcia's first. He's never. And this is what I'm saying. Do me as a dude that's been doing now. You've done so many of these level shows that that are not on TV. That the promoter and the manager are going like this. Here's 3K to get my fighter on there, and we get him a win. To, again. Devin Haney just had three fighters. Are you telling me that those fighters that that that, that was in there fighting any of those debuters? You telling me Jesus Christ with the 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 fucking Apollo shorts? Apollo Creed is he is he in any way better than that YouTuber? Oh, um, <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. That not. dude is like Micah. This guy who's wait, 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 wait Ness. Don't, don't, no, hold on. I'm not done answering. Hold on now. Don't lie, on, bro. Don't lie. Anderson Gibb has has youth, and again, a millionaire. with a chip. And then we talking about he's a millionaire. You know the sparring that Gibson got. Can't even compare to that fucking club show level dude that we talking about. You, you guys are just lying. You guys are just lying. You guys are just lying. And now Woodley, now Woodley is the most accomplished fighter of any prospect. Because that's all Jake is. You guys are upset. And this is what America is. This is what the world is. Most people don't grow because they're so envious of the success of someone else. So because this man has three fights and he's selling pay-per-view and his club level shows are being glorified, people are mad. But the truth is, he's a 3-0 fighter bringing more attention than any other 3-0. Shakur Stevenson got robbed in the Olympics and don't get more views than, than, than Jake Paul on his third fight, let alone his fourth fight with Tyrone Woodley. But, but you guys, it's still a, it's a it's a difference though. Ness, he's a you. Of course, he's gonna get more views. He's one of the most well known YouTubers. So I don't know. I see what you're kind of saying. So ain't a, that good that he's bringing a, a completely different demographic to the sport? Nah, because he's just he's just that boxing, good at seasons. 
Exactly. He's, He's good at what did I tell guy. you at the beginning of the show? I said one thing about Jake, even when he when he was talking, what he's good at is marketing, selling himself so we can be glued, so certain people can be glued. Obviously, he's excellent at business anyway. He got how many YouTube? I mean, over what 20 million, 19. I mean, it's a crazy it's a crazy number. So that part, but I'm 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 trying to follow you, but no, I'm I'm still a little not getting the full understanding because I know what no, you're listen, saying. His I, three fights and that exactly, uh, and that to me is, is that enough. Corey Muldrow will beat Gibson every day twice. Man, Sunday. you you lying and 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 it's sad and it's sad because not everyone can be a fighter, and <laughs> and, 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 and 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 the truth is anyone can be a fighter and anyone with money can get a winning record. And we know that firsthand. And I also know that these opponents are better than 99% of the people that are fighting at club shows where most people get their first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth fights. At club now, when level you, when shows. When you talk to me Let, now Hold about, on, hold on. I'm not done because Micah don't want to follow me. I'm going to make her follow me. You think Snapdog... I ain't said I didn't want to follow. You think, I said... You think Snapdog... But you got to remember his levels think, to it. That's a YouTuber. You he was think, popular prior and that's to fine. this situation. And that's fine. Do you think okay. Snapdog going to fight anybody on the level of Jake Paul's resume? I don't, I don't know. Snapdog look all right on the know. bag. I, well, I got to... I gotta follow uh, Snap with the boxing. So but again, he, I don't know yet. Do you think he gonna come in here and his first fight is gonna be a popular name like Jake Paul chose? I, he might, cause it's Snap Dog. What did you just say when we when we seen the I when we uh, looked at his IG? He got I, over five. Of course, not as popular. I doubt of course, it, cause he ain't even announcing But opponent it still might yet. be somebody that uh, we we might know. But getting back to the out. point. You 30 days out. You don't even got an opponent yet. You ain't announcing shit. Okay, well, I, I got to follow that one more. So I'm I, just you know, saying. I'm he, taking your word on that. I'm just, no, the poster say September okay. 30th. So, like, if the poster says September 30th, you ain't got an opponent yet. Come on. I, I'm just saying, I never seen nobody other than Loma doing something like this. If you just go to BoxRec, go to any... Look, you want me to go to Earl first fight? Y'all want me to go to yeah, Earl? No, no, it's true. It's true. There's not that many people that got fast pace. Oscar De La Hoya? You want me to go to yeah. any fucking favorite fighter of yours? We go to Mike Tyson you right say, now. You saying but that yes, Jake Paul's reinforce... competition with his first three fights is better than most I'll of your, say your I'll... favorite popular yeah. fighter yeah. best three fights. Hell I'm going to reinforce yeah. Ness. I'm going to reinforce yeah. your stand. I'm going to reinforce your stand I'll go to Canelo Alvarez right now and you tell me who's tougher. Brandon Snapdog is a Detroit rapper from Detroit. Brandon, the producer for TVV, was asking who that Let's was. Go. Look at this. Right Let me go to Canelo's yeah. first fight. Canelo's first on, fight. Real quick, real quick, man, because you, you put Corey Mildrew and, and Luis Ramos. But let's talk about the third guy, right? Because the third guy was Ben Askren. Mm -hmm. So that's the guy that, you know, MMA champion, elite, all that other stuff. So the third fighter for, for Ennis was Deshaun DeBose, which I don't know who the hell he was. And he was 0-4 at the time. He's 0 Oh and eight now. So again, a career loser, but y'all want to give it oh he's a real fighter. He got a he got a he got his boxer's license before the dude's Jake beat, so he's a real fighter. No, he's a real fucking loser. He lost eight times and never won. Oh yeah, I wanna the thing is that a lot of people never been punched in the face. 
They've never been three minutes in the ring, so it's easy to discredit someone else that is going in the ring and getting punched in the face. But when you get punched in the face, I guarantee you, you're going to respect that he got the balls to get in there with Ben Askren and Tyrone Woodley. You don't. You, you don't. There's going to be amateur fighters in your gym that you will be afraid to spar with. Like, I don't want to hear nothing y'all talking about. Y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Loma, the only other dude that did this. Y'all can like, say I'm trying to hype it up. Show me Floyd's first three fights. I Show see me. what you, especially like with the being. I can see to a certain extent, but we don't know. For I'm saying I don't know for sure. I don't want to say we. I'm saying I don't know. We don't know. I'm going to go to my other we. favorite I don't know. Who you know the level of competition and those are boxers. So but, I don't. But the level me, is I'm right not, there, Micah. The, le the levels right there. Cause look, Keith Thurman fought some dude named Kinsty Robin Rodney. Right. I click mm -hmm. on that now, and that dude never he never fought again. So what is the level like? What does it matter that that, that Jake fought a YouTuber and Keith fought some dude who got his license from Panama City? Florida and never fought again. So he just came here to lose the Keith and never fought again. But that makes him better. That don't make him better. That don't make him better. That makes him nothing but a fucking career loser. And it makes Jake's Paul resume better. Now here goes another one. Keith's second fight. Taremi Boone. Who the fuck is this? And look, he never fought again. So they paid for Keith to get these two wins. These dudes never fought after Keith. His manager paid for these wins, but y'all don't want to believe that because y'all think y'all know boxing. Cool, cool. Who's Keith third fight? Let's see. Keith third fight. Brandon. Bro, you're not going to find them. Brandon gonna... Bunchenkin or whatever the fuck this dude's name is. And after Keith, what'd he do? Keep losing. Oh, actually, he won, right? Let me see. Keith Thurman here beat him. Look, dude at least won two more times after that, three more times after that, but right now he's a retired career loser. He got eight wins and nine knockouts. I mean, nine losses. Three of those by knockouts plus one draw. But somehow that's better than Ben Askisser. So, all right, who's Keith's third <laughs> fight, fourth fight now? Keith fourth fight, because he's stepping up the level of competition, right? Look, Carlos Pena, this dude was expensive with almost 20 wins, 20 fights. Look at this dude. How many times they beat him in the face? All right, but let's still, see. Let's see where Keith at. Different. It's 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 still in my opinion. It's still different. No, I man. as I see exactly what you're saying now because I could see, especially like how you saying as far as who um who Jake fought for his first three but i always look at things differently because it's levels to it because he was a youtube star prior to this so i'm saying he could even get certain names you can get when you are already a you star right. and you, you right. have money you and right. power you right therefore once you got the money and mm -hmm. the power that means you can get certain names mm -hmm. that a person like if keith thurman if he's young and up and coming he gonna have so you can't compare that when i i'm keith that's in the, the beginning point. of my stages i can't get i cannot get what jake paul can that's get. my he, point 
You he, can't he, do. He, the, that's my but, point. No one I can do it. Compare it though, because no, you're not? talking about a, a a a boxer who started from the beginning, got it out the mud, started nope. from that. Not saying that Jake didn't get it out, but he did it in a different way. He took a different career path. He's a YouTuber, no. so I just look at it you know in a different difference? perspective when it comes. You know to what's that a the difference? Bit. The only difference mm -hmm. is Keith's handlers didn't believe in him. Keith handlers. Didn't put him in the big name fights at one and zero, or zero and zero, or two and zero, or three and zero. They didn't believe in him financially because Jake Paul believed in himself. They bet on themselves. They are here because they bet on themselves, not only to win but on their fan base. And you're right, Keith couldn't pick. What Jake Paul got to pick. And guess what Jake Paul did? Pick a better level of opponent than Keith. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say, well, fuck it. Keith Thurman got a bum. I could get a bum. That ain't what he said. And by the way, we're going to screen share Keith Thurman's fourth fight. He, he beat him by TKO. Then the dude went on to get a draw and never won again in his life. Look at all those red dots. Those are losses. He's still losing. Last year, he still lost. But somehow, you want me to say that this, that just because you're a career loser and you have a boxer's license, you're better. No, you're not better than me. You're not better because you are a legit boxer. And what the fuck does that mean? Oh, I got my license before you and I've been getting my ass kicked for a career, so I'm a, I'm a boxer? No, you're just a fucking journeyman getting your ass kicked for a check. Oh! You're getting your ass kicked for a check, and you want me to respect this resume more than Ben, more than more than more than my man. No, it don't make no sense. Yes. No sense. Yes, it's, it's, it's levels to it. All right, well, I'm, I'm gonna keep going down I, to everybody's favorite fight. Can, I want to see what I want to see who Floyd fought. Floyd Mayweather Jr. I want to see who you fought. Oh, Floyd. I want to see who Floyd fought. Yo, point taken. I want to see who Floyd fought in his first four fights. Fuck that. He the greatest. He TBE. Who he fought? Oh, oh, he fought a debuter. Just like so, he right on the level of Ben uh, 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 of Jake Paul. He Jake Paul debuted with a debuter. Floyd debuted with a debuter. Let's see. He fought Roberto. Okay, look, Floyd already beaten everybody we talked about. At least his dude went on to win after Floyd beat him. That's that's something. That's something. <laughs> His second fighter, Reggie Sanders, he sounded like a football player. He was one and one. Let's see what he did after Floyd spanked him. Oh, he shit. He went on and... He went on to win a few times, but lose way more than he won. He got 47 losses, 12 by KO. All right? <laughs> he got he got KO'd 12 times, and he won 12 times. Yeah. Jerry Cooper was Floyd's third fight. Let's see what he done. Jerry Cooper... Oh, look at that. Jerry Cooper went on to be 16 and 16 and 1. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's see. Those are, this is true. The true. Fourth this is, these fight. are true journeymen. Fourth fight was a debuter, so he went backwards. Right with, he right on par with, with my man Jake. Jake fighting a debuter in his fourth fight. Floyd fought a debuter in his fourth fight. Let's go. Let's go. No. Let's compare. 
Let's compare. Let's not. I, I, no, I know. It's a difference. No, but what, I know what you're saying. What's the difference? What's the difference? Floyd had all the money in the world. He had a silver medalist. He was signed to nah, Bob. Still, it's still, it's still, it's still. Yo, hey, and guess he, what's he, gonna hurt? Hold on, hold on. You his, said Floyd had all the money four, in the world, but look, he, he, he had fighter? to get to the green front. No, he, had, he no. transitioned. He transitioned. No, 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 it was still no. levels and layers to everything. No, he, you're right. You're right, Micah. But remember that Floyd was still a silver medalist signing to one of the biggest promoters in the world, Bob Barham, at the time. You know he got an A signing bonus. B, he got paid handsomely for these fights that I'm naming. But Which, by the way, Floyd's fourth four fight, the debuter, oh, he's a career loser. He never went on to win either. But that's a... you. Okay, we gonna disagree on this one. Listen, I, I see... Like I said, I see what you're saying to a certain extent. But when you're dealing with... Because he was a YouTuber and how it how everything went, no, I just for me, I'm not going. I I couldn't. I can't compare it that way. That's just you. in my perspective. I hear you. I hear you. Meanwhile, but I see. Meanwhile, Chris Lovejoy became 19 and 0 with 19 KOs. Who's got? Who's doing? Who's fighting tougher opposition? Chris Lovejoy or is it Jake Paul? But look, this is a dead conversation. It is what it is. I Jake didn't even Paul, hear Doobie. I was trying to do me oh, how you cut at no point. In your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything no one cares that could be considered about that a rational bite. thought? That's the worst soundbite that you've ever made. That's the wackest. <laughs> I cannot do it. Listen, it's it's it, and and Micah keeps saying right uh, that there's levels, you know, and there's not just just levels. There's a difference, you know, when you got guys that are coming over from a totally different sport, coming into trying to be a boxer. At least these Germany men knew what they were doing already, be it though they lost or not. <laughs> they were in the ring already, pure boxing. Tougher guys, you know. They 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 got the mechanics down. Even though Woodley's a champion in MMA, has all his accolades, can't take that from him. Uh, and I'm not going to compare him to a journeyman and say that the journeyman's automatically better, but the mechanics <laughs> are in play, you know, for these some of these journeymen. So even though, you know, we're we're familiar already here on the boxing voice with the traditional strategies on how to bring a fighter up to, you know, a championship fight. You know, they go through these guys and uh, rarely do you see guys uh, uh, fighting top, top guys in the beginning, you know, when they're first starting out. So, you know, guys like Lomachenko, Teofimo uh, are, are, you know, guys that, you know, you don't hear too much about like guys in the fast paced track. It doesn't happen too often, and not all. And and if it does happen as often, you want to argue that point. Rarely do you see them go all the way and become champions. So, let me get like, the Hulk in Maryland uh, and wrap this day up. Oh shit, Hulk! Hold on a minute. Uh, Steve had a counterpoint. Sorry about that, Steve. Yeah. Yes. You, you hear a, me? You had a counterpunch? All right. Yeah, you twisted what I was trying to say. What I, I, who cares about his first three opponents? I'm saying is Woodley is going to be the most accomplished fighter he's even come close to fighting. I, like I said, I don't know. So what I'm saying is, how? why are we so big on Jake? That's what I'm trying to say. Because he's stepping up Just, in his third fight, and he's bringing so much attention to Well, that doesn't mean he's going to win. But that doesn't mean he's going to win. 
Well, again, it just means he took it. Again, you know, if you picking Woodley, you know, put put some money on it. Woodley's a big underdog, big underdog. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that that was my point. I don't really care. You could compare the first three fights what you were trying to do. I wasn't saying that. What I was saying is Woodley's a real fighter. That's Those other point. guys weren't. That's my point. You just yeah, make, but we can't compare. We can't compare. My point. You making my point, champ? No other fighter other than Loma's getting in with this level of opposition so early. You making my point? It's, it's, <laughs> It's Ness is age difference is age difference too. I mean, it's so many differences. I mean, I would, it it would take some time, but it's definitely age Let me difference do it. too. Because you saying all, all I want y'all to show me, show me one dude who fought a thirty nine year old former champion in his third fight or fourth fight. Just show me that. Just show MMA me. MMA champion. It'd be la- hard to show I'm you that because the chat said the, the chat said you need other people out here to go in on you right now, Ness. I'm yeah, sorry, they I'm saying laughing. I need maestro, but what is maestro going <laughs> to do? You want lady, uh, lady oh, chat, maestro? But, yeah, but they want they want maestro to yell. I'm giving you facts. Like I'm going to the your favorite fighter's resume. Look, alternative facts are not facts. And that's that. They're falsehoods. All right. Well, again, show me someone else fighting. On his fourth fight, this level of opposition. Yeah, they can't show you because the MMA sport is still, you know, still young compared to boxing, right? And there, this whole MMA crossover has just started. So I get it, though. You're saying fighting a champion, but it's not a champion in the sport of boxing. It's MMA, so it has its mechanical differences, bro. And um, even though that still can be an argument that he's fighting a championship-level fighter, that I could, you know, I agree with you. He's fighting a championship level fighter. Only thing is, is that that fighter has to make so many adjustments in a short period of time. So it just gives him an advantage. If I start to 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 make an algebraic equation out of this, like you start to see that the, you know, the the scales are a bit tipped and advantages on um, like Jake Paul's side, whether it be you know age, reach, height, weight, whatever. And it doesn't matter, right? Because that Tyrone Woodley knows exactly what he's signing up for, but they're still there. Well, Big Baby Miller was a kickboxer, and his first three fights didn't show that he believed in his kickboxing can transition into boxing. He had the same level of shitty three fights as every other fighter. <laughs> his his debut were also never fought again. So, you know, I'm just saying, these guys are doing something great. People are hating. Maybe I misunderstood you, Steve, so you're not in the hating department. But there's people hating on Jake. And the way you said it, like, why do we believe in Jake? It's like, what do you mean? You got a guy that relocated to Puerto Rico to hold training camp, not the party. (laughs) Like, show me the fighter that's doing that. And I'll show you a champion, though. One positive thing I can say about it is, regardless of how you feel about Jake Paul, he is putting more eyes into boxing. Exactly. Because, because I boxing is not one of those. What the fuck? Bill okay. Haney coming Jake. through okay. in oh, front of the millions. Uh oh, Bill. It's cut Bill. That Bill got the, the, the um the um the loop back Billy on. Bill on the really real. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Oh, look at this guy. Should I do it like this, mess up or down or this? 
sideways like, better. Sideways. Yeah, just like that. Shout out to, to everybody, man, on the panel and the beautiful lady. You know, um, um, shout out to you as well. Um, guys are doing got, a great you got, job. You gotta stay back <laughs> so you don't get chopped up. There you go. Man, Let's go, champ. Man, you've been cooking today, man. You know, we great love what show, we do. Great show as usual, Ness. We Kitchen is busy. Do. Love what we yes, do, sir. man. Yo, so so tell us, man, what could you tell us about Eddie Hearn talking about uh, JoJo Diaz in November? Now that you're here, might as well hear it from you. Well, um, the best thing that we got going is the fact that that uh, Lion Ryan Garcia is doing his best to uh, call out all the names, but don't make the fights. Um, from what I'm from what I'm hearing um, through through my sources is that. Um, the zone, Golden Boy and 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 Ryan Garcia have been pitching heavy to the zone to make the fight happen with uh, him and JoJo Diaz. But of course, uh, that's what Golden Boy would want. The um, zone is open, of course, for the JoJo Diaz Devin Haney fight, the Devin Haney Ryan Garcia fight. You know, um, but I would believe that I think that JoJo has been waiting. Ryan, waiting on for Ryan to come to the table. And uh, he's not doing it. Ryan is being like he's, he's normally been doing. You know, so that means that JoJo has to, you know, he has to come back around here and see us. Since I got you, man, there is a fight hype interview with Sean Zatel and your good friend, Roly Rolando Romero, the self-proclaimed uh, this era's Roberto Duran, where he says that Devin acts for five to eight million. I mean, just tell me that that is false, right? Well, of course it's false, and Roley is not privileged or privy to any money talk. You've never heard Devin talk about the money. Um, Roley, for one, Roley would not be concerned or should not be concerned about how much Devin is making because it would be Devin's side that's paying, right? Um, so it would never come down how much Devin is asking for. I mean, it's, it's about how much Roley wants. So wait, Devin. so you're saying that the, that you made an offer to Roley to fight on the zone. Cause you're saying it would be Devin. No, I called, no, no, I called, I called uh, Louis de Cuba, talked to Louis de Cuba about it, about making the fight. Uh, he never got back with me. You know, I called him on numerous, I called him, talked to him. And then I called him again and again, and he didn't get back with me to make the fight happen with Roley. So I reached out to, because uh, Devin reached out to Floyd. And, uh, you know, Floyd said what he said about it, you know, said that it was, it, it, it can happen. And then Roley said the infamous rant where he says, talk to me. Did you hear that one? Mm -mm. When he said, don't talk to Floyd, talk to me. Mm -mm. Y'all didn't hear that one? Mm -mm. Uh, Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you just, you know, I wouldn't. A lot of people ain't keeping up with Roley, but unless he's mentioning a guy like Devin or a guy like Tank, but um, you can you can look that up where he said, "Talk to him, talk to him. Don't talk to Floyd. Talk to him." And uh, so I so I, I reached out to him as well. Did, no response. No response. No response. No response. Huh, so that's unfortunate. Huh? That's unfortunate. Yeah. Let me see. 
I told you he been missing, bro. So what what is the zone stance on Gary Russell? Because he, he you guys want to fight JoJo. He does have a win over JoJo. We was discussing that a little bit earlier. Like that's still a good alternative because he's the man to beat the man, right? Huh? That's that's the one to. This is the rollie. You know, I always got some receipts, man. Mm. When I'm doing it, yeah. This 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 is the rollie that I, that I didn't DM him. So if you want to call him and let him know, you know, respond back, man. If you're serious. Yeah. You got to worry for that. So he get a lot of messages though. You probably gotta like keep hitting him up. How does he get a lot of messages, man? He, I think me and him got the same amount of followers. I see all mine. I mean, you know, you're a businessman. He's a fighter, man. He'd be busy running miles. Right, 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 right. So, hold on one second. Hold on. One second, because I know you got to go. It's receipt time, champ. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, shit, man. So, what else is out there for Dev? What else they approving on that zone side other than JoJo and Ryan? I mean, you know, Devin is Devin is the best boxer in the game. You know what I mean? Um, and I've always told you that time will, will reveal itself. He gets more respect from his peers than he actually gets from the casuals. The uh, hardcore fans know it. They want to see him. They know about Devin. But a lot of the casuals, being that. You know, they, they haven't been exposed to boxing in the way that the hardcores understand it. I mean, they know who they know who Devin is. Um, when you talk about out the comment about the, the YouTube, the YouTubing uh, that Jake has Jake Paul has has so wonderfully did um, and did a great job at it, too. He's 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 probably a, one of the YouTube boxers now that's getting a lot of praise for him marketing himself on YouTube. Not as a boxer first, but then 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 becoming a boxer. So and and retrospect and difference between other fighters is they market themselves as boxers and then introduce their lifestyle. So uh okay, hold on back. So um I think he's did Jake Paul has did a wonderful job at that. But when you talk about um your debut fights and all that, a lot of these fighters that do debut. Dev started out at 17. But a lot of fighters that do debut would beat the shit out of Jake Paul's competition that he's that he's fighting. And probably vice versa. The thing about it is that when you first come up as a when you first come up, you know, as a amateur and you make your first pro fight, a lot of you don't have a lot of the attention, a lot of the fanfare that a Jake Paul has that he that he came into his first fight with. So that's why you see the difference in and um but we can admit but we can admit that his his opposition is tougher. No, his opposition are not even boxers. N you pick a fighter and I'm gonna go to his fourth fight and you tell me could that dude beat Tyrone Woodley? Just pick um, any fighter. It don't matter who you pick. You can pick Muhammad well, Ali. <laughs> well we haven't seen well, we haven't seen Tyrone Woodley in the boxing ring yet. We've seen him in the octagon, and they're, they're two totally different things, as we've seen with his last opponent that he had. Look at that guy. Look at the guy, the last guy he fought. Did he deserve to be in a boxing ring? Did I mean, did he look like, he looked like he had never, he had never even had he, any amateur fights. He fight, looked bro. in better shape than 99.9% .9 of any debut boxer's fighter. 
I, I disagree. That's just my that's my I analytics, disagree. man. That's just me. I, I, no, I, no, I, I, I told you this told year disagree. alone. This year alone, we've done at least eight club level shows. Bro, there's dudes in them rings that they come on, man. That's not even a fight. It's not even a fight. Like I, I mean, you take you take that same fighter that he fought to the club shows, and he'll get upset too. That 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 guy that uh, Jay Paul beat. Ben Askren he's not gonna win shit. Ben Askren ain't losing to no one. No professional fighters for fight on their resume. No, except Loma, because Loma fought Gary Russell in his fourth fight. Bro, remember, you you you're putting them in there with a cruiserweight. And even Gary Russell journeyman. was little. Even Gary Russell's Listen, little. Even Gary Russell's bro. little. If you try to put him in there with Ben Askins. Bro, the thing is, the fact is that is once you have the marketing, once you already have the name established, then you could go to a Ben Askew, or you can go to a Floyd Nate Robinson. had the name. Floyd was uh-huh. a silver medalist that got robbed on national television, signed to Bob Barham, had a signing bonus. He had he had his fights, he was getting decent money. What are we talking about? Floyd Floyd could have had he could have had a big fight I in his fourth fight now, if he now, wanted. Floyd is one of the Floyd is one of the fighters that probably I would say his fourth fight would have probably given Ben Ben Askew uh some problems. I'm I, what I'm saying is Floyd at four and oh. He never had a fight this big, and he was Floyd Mayweather with an Olympic gold medal. Like, you know, what I'm saying is you this kid is betting on himself. You never seen no promoter do this except for Bob Faloma. That's the only oh, dude. Oh, no. D- make no mistake. He is doing a great job, and he is doing it, and I'm pulling for him because it's all YouTube. And I love when he say these things that, that you know, he's a YouTuber that, that switched over to boxing. What did it is the YouTube. Period. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Floyd didn't have... YouTube wasn't around then. I hear you. Them opponents... Them opponents better on that Jake Paul side. I know that. And then that fifth one gonna be be uh, Tommy Fury. Nobody ain't doing that, man. I I don't know. I don't know who Tommy Fury is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, and he's not he's not really i tell you what though I bet you outside of Lomachenko 99% of boxing fans bro, know who listen, who Tommy Fury is and that'll be his fourth fifth name on his resume My man, I think that's the fight that'll actually like look how, look how tough the game is Mr. Mendoza didn't know like just Ennis. off the top of his hand who Jerron Ennis yep, was. So yep. that'll show you how tough this business is. And I'm saying this, the fact that the fact that Mr. Mendoza could then ask maybe his daughter or niece or, or son, have they ever heard of Jake Paul or Logan Paul and the name recognition? Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? So when we're talking about that, we're talking about something that's totally different that he has did a wonderful job at. But if he is a, a fighter and he's a, and he's a fighter, then... Then, then box against boxers. Don't just pick UFC fighters and all these. Pick boxers, and that's what this is about. He, he wanted Tommy. That's why Tommy on Showtime. He going for a name. He about to fight a Fury brother, undefeated. This, this is what I'm saying. No other boxer besides Loma was doing this, man. Loma came that's in the Tyson's game trying brother? to dictate. Yeah, yeah, that's 
Tyson's oh, little yeah. brother. He but on the I'm, undercard. I'm on. He on the undercard because of Jake. That's his power. They building it up. Like I'm just saying, people. I I don't like that everybody. Oh, he's just a YouTuber. Why y'all so hype? Well, he's doing things no one's ever done. I never seen no one's debut 1.5 million pay per views on YouTube. I never Absolutely. seen him do one. I never seen nobody third fight do 1.5 on Triller. And, and and for the people that are like, oh, that ain't real. So then why Showtime sign him? If those numbers is fake, why they sign him? Because they they well, gave him a three fight deal. Well, we definitely it's it's a it's a would you say novelty or some kind of. I some mean, kind of circus. It's a, it's a circus act. I, I don't know about that. I mean, you, you know show I mean? me a it's fighter a that act. relocates for camp, and I'll show you a champion. Gennady goes to Big Bear. You know, everybody who relocates is usually a champ. My man is in Puerto Rico with Amanda Serrano. I, I just don't see how people not taking it serious at this point. Like, you got all the money in the world. You in your prime. You're 24 years old. And all you want to do is train. How could you not get better? You, you, you rich. You can bring in the professionals. You got the best of every. Like, like I said, he relocated. You got fighters that's three and zero. They still. Gabe Rosado was still working at Home Depot. Losing. Most of those guys. Most of those guys that you that you were talking about. That you know the the Floyd's and Devons and and those guys of the world. By the time that they're twenty four, they're world champions. You, you know, right. so you know what I mean. So when you talk about twenty-four and you talk about the maturity and everything like that that goes into being a twenty-four-year-old guy, I, I listen. I think that he's doing a wonderful job, but I think when you compare him to to other boxers, but compare boxers him, doing, compare him to this and, boxer, Sergio Martinez huh? was twenty-one. See the difference, and he went on to be great, but he was twenty-one. He wasn't doing what Jake is doing, and Jake is on par. With, with a 21-year-old boxer who did pretty well for himself. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm just not going to look past or overlook what he's doing. Uh, I think he's bringing a lot of eyes to the sport. And, uh, well, you know, it's well, I entertaining. Think that, no, no, I think, that, I think that's what's fair is that we don't mix the apples with the oranges. We give mm. Jake and, and Logan them their, their, their props for what they're doing, and we call it YouTube Boxing. Right. Or, or he's a YouTube boxer, YouTube fighter. Right. Or when, when you have celebrity boxing, there's one thing. And then you have you have boxing, you have boxing, which is totally different. And I think it's an unfair comparison that that you're given when you're saying that he's done what all these 99 percent of these other fighters haven't done. That's all, that's the only thing. I just don't think it's it's kind of it's apples and oranges. Now I hear you, man. Listen, you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. So, but Mr. Mendoza, man, he was, man, that was a great, that was a great interview with, with, to have him on there. Um, it was one of, one, of, one of the interviews that I enjoyed the most. Um, I mean, he didn't say what you wanted to hear. He can't mandate a, a champion to fight a champion, which no, is unfortunate. Well, I, well, well, see, somebody put that the smartest person sometimes play dumb. I knew that. I wanted to ask a question because I wanted the, the the people, the voice of the people. No, I, I wanted understand. everyone to hear. Yeah, I, I wanted I wanted everyone to hear the fact of that it takes it takes two promotional outfits, two fighters. Um, no, it's going to be one cup though, baby. We're going to make them just the oven. I put it on three fifty. Promise. One second, please. One second. Promise. I promise. We made cupcakes. 
promised. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. But, Bad of the year right there, man. She doesn't think so right now. She wants me to make, we're making cupcakes, but we just heated the oven. So the oven's not even heated yet. But, okay. Um, so, so yeah, no, of course, no, but he said, he said the truth. And when you talk about these guys and these teams getting together and you talk about the Tiafimo Lopez with the shit that he was saying, you know, about Devin and all that, bro, all we got to do is talk about it. All we got to do is sit down and talk about the fight and then present the fight to the sanctioning body. Already did. The, the sanctioning body will sanction the fight, but when you petition for the sanctioning body to sanction the fight, you genuinely have an agreement between both parties. You see what I mean? So everyone is saying, well, sanction them, sanction them. You, you should make them order the fight, make them order the fight. Bro, it's hard to order a fight that the other fighter doesn't want. And even he said that. You know what I mean? When you have a... Yes. When you have a fighter, when you have a fighter, one fighter on one team that doesn't want to fight, it's hard to force them in the ring, especially if they're, if they're not world champions. If it's a champion and you're a mandatory, then you have a lot more chance to force them in the ring or an interim champion or whatever than if you are, mm. if you are a world champion. And that's why when Devin got the, the interim, we was breathing down Loma's neck. We was asking for the fight before that. We was breathing down his neck. Everybody talking about the interim champion and you never could do this. Now everybody is starting to say the interim champion is the mandatory. Inter but when Devin was the interim champion, he wasn't the mandatory for the franchise. And then when, when the franchise was introduced, it was introduced as a non-transferable, non, uh, no, that's not enough, non-transferable, um, you can't win in the ring, right? Then Tiafimo Lopez petitioned to the WBC that if he won, that he became the champion. And then the rest is history. Hmm. But I like the WBA. I like what I like what I like what they're doing. Um, and uh, you heard what he said. He said that he would love. He he would he wouldn't hesitate to make this thing happen. But you would need we would need Tiafimo Lopez on board with it. Yeah, he also said he preferred Tank to stay at 135 and fight, you know, T.O. and Devin. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I mean, listen, the guy's he's a good guy, and he's a sharp-dressing guy, too. Man, I've seen him a couple <laughs> times. Dude, be fly. Have you seen him? Have yeah, you seen yeah, him yeah. outside? I've seen him at the Linares fight. Yeah, yeah, he be fly for real, man. At the Devin so. Haney Linares fight. He was at yeah, the weigh-in, yeah. actually. <laughs> Yeah, you got yeah, you said it right. The Haney Lenardes fight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I talked to him before. I talked to him before. I talked to him before the fight. And he, you know what I mean. He was very high, like uh, on on Lenardes, of course, because Lenardes has been in that program with him since he was like sixteen or seventeen years old. That mm -hmm. that program that he was describing that he has for the young fighters to, to help the young fighters. Mm. So that was in May, right? Yes. Three months already, man. Right. That's why. That's what. That's what I said. With with the JoJo Diaz dude, we're gonna blast him out if he don't. He's they talking about it, but we're going to blast him out that he don't he don't want it because we get we giving him ninety days. We had to give him the ninety days, and the ninety days is like like up, you know. 
So when do you go to the next available contender? Which is Vasil. Hmm? Well, we, we have to... JoJo has to either turn it all the way down and say that he's not going to fight him. And then we go we go to the next uh, next challenger. And do you think that uh, Bob will do business on a one-off or you think you got to sign to fight Vasil? I know you the champion and everything. Yeah, but I don't got to sign shit. I know, but I'm just saying that you yeah. know how he you know, you know how I he is. I don't know how I don't know how he is. Come on. I mean, you you know, I listen, you hear this echo. I you hear this echo in this big motherfucker. I'm I'm living in. I, we don't got to do nothing, bro. But let's do it the straight the way that it do. Let's do good business. And that's what I want everybody to know. Let's do good business the way that things go. Right? Devin is the world champion. Let's do it how it go. But, now, but um, Bill, he's going to purse bid with Crawford and Porter, which that's a big fight. So Okay, so if you go so if you go to if you go to purse bid, then you don't gotta sign nothing, right? But does, what does I, no, Porter? but what I'm saying is if you can't negotiate if you can't come to an agreement for that fight. How you gonna come to an agreement on something? Then else? you go. Then then you go to purse bid, and then Devin gets seventy percent, and he gets thirty percent. Uh, Look your head up, Manson. Watch me smile. Seventy <laughs> thirty. Yeah, I know, but but uh, there's no rematch clause when you can't come to a negotiations. We didn't say nothing about no rematch clause. I'm just saying. I'm just I didn't saying. say nothing about no. I didn't say nothing about a rematch clause. I said. I said the fight. I'm just saying. When you go to Persbit, there's no rematch. As a champion, when you can negotiate with with Loma, you could put a re, one way rematch. Right. If you, if, but see that that's what you said. If you can negotiate with Loma, if you can negotiate with Bob, but negotiation is that it's you. It's both you know it goes back and forth you negotiate you don't go like well this is the only way that the thing is going to happen you know you don't start out with that you, that's not negotiation mm. man uh, these rankings these rankings are tough for you guys i mean you got vasil with top rank then ryan is with mental illness and lord lanares you beat Kome with top rank yvonne mendy and yo Abdulayev is back, man. He back already at number six. You might have a rematch with Abdulayev. Well, they didn't. They didn't know who he was the first time. Maybe they'll know who he is the second time, huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Before yeah, you yeah. go, before you go, last one. Is there any truth to this, Mikey Devin? Uh, 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 like it was a rumor, like that there was a possibility they were talking. Is that not true or it's true? Well, no, I wish that I could say that it was true. I haven't uh, heard anything from the Garcias or Eddie personally about, about that fight. Uh, right. nor, have I, nor, have I, nor have I pursued it. Okay, because right? you're, you're not ready for 140. Yeah, 135 still. Right now. Yep, this next one. We get, another, we get another one in. We get another one in, and then, you know, ain't no telling, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you ready to? Um, but are you ready to call Roly on this shit? Because a big part of the reason why we thought that Roly would be a great opponent was was you, Ness. You know, I, no, I would love, you tell everybody? I love that would fight. you tell everybody that you're my matchmaker? I love that fight. I can't say that. You're my matchmaker. I can't. I can't say that. 
because I haven't officially made any fight, but I do love the Broly fight. I do love that Broly fight. I wish, I wish he answered, man. We trying to, we trying to call him too to see what's up. Hey, you still ain't taking credit for Gamboa. That's okay. <laughs> Let me get to Hawk in Maryland. Talk to me. Yo. What up, Hawk? Yo, TBV. What's Ain't too much. What's up? Um, let me cut down this other TV. Yeah, much respect to the father of uh, John Wick. You know they call uh, uh, John Wick the boogeyman. Oh. <laughs> but um, thank you, brother. Tag on uh, uh, Pacquiao. What were we talking about? Pacquiao earlier, right? Little bit of everything. We got Pacquiao Ugas rematch. Devin, Little bit of everything. Devin Haney and uh, JoJo Diaz in November. We got Earl Spence going to, you know, giving out a lot of information on the eye injury. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And obviously, Jake Paul. Yeah. Tyrone Woodley, Sunday. Oh, yeah. The Jake Paul. All right, cool. The Haney fight. I hope it come off because I'm, I'm behind Haney all the way. Um, and he gonna beat him. So that's you know, like I said, that's John Wick, the boogeyman. Um, but uh, 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 uh Pacquiao fight. Like I was saying the other day, we had the wrong man on the job. I don't know why so everybody's so impressed with uh the way Ugas beat Pacquiao. He should have blew him out the water, man. I wasn't impressed by the way he just was too defensive for me. With all that reach and that size, I just think he should have you know he should have took Pacquiao out. But the fight coming up this week. Um, 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 I want to go. I want to. Uh, 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 Jake Paul. The one thing about Jake Paul, I, I got to admit, I, I want to go Tyron Woodley because I've been involved with watching his career. But Jake Paul got that right hand, and that right hand is real. So I just don't know. That right hand, Jake Paul has. James and Huntsville. Right there. No. Yeah, yeah. I would just like to say, man. Yeah, I'm glad that Bill hopped on tonight, man. You know, he's always coming with the good energy, man. Showing what it, what it is to be a good father, what it is to build up a champion. I mean, you know, Bill's damn near doing it all, man. Baking cupcakes and damn uh, building champions out here, man. So that's what's up. Yeah. Now, now on to uh, what I feel about Dry Ennis, man. Why we, we treat? He got 27 fights in, man. We still treat him like a prospect. You know, last year. He was, I mean, what, last year wasn't he competing for IBO belt, you know, which turned to a no contest and then fighting the top 10 welterweight. Now he's fighting somebody that should be retired. Should be retired. I feel like Jake is doing, is stepping up better competition than Boots is right now. You know, with that being said, man, um, I'm not, I'm not on the hoops bandwagon, man. I really think that he's a great talent, but yo, we just need to pump the brakes, man. Because if everybody believed in him, like we said, they would. Like I always say, the good example is David Morrell. Third fight in, now he's a WBA super welterweight regular champion. And that's my call. All no, right. I, I appreciate I appreciate that caller too though. But I'm telling you, Boots, Boots is the real deal though. Boots is that whole that whole um crop of kids, Devin, Shakur, Boots, Tiafimo, um who else was it in that? Um, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. It's, uh, it's some that I'm forgetting. But that whole that whole crop right there was probably one of the best 
in a while. Outside, you know, since that 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 one that uh, Floyd Zab and and that and that whole that whole team. Mr. PBC, is he there still? Mr. Pebet said, "Don't get hit with the quickets." No, no, no he's not. So that is the last caller, ladies and gents. Catch us Saturday. We'll be live on the Don King Promotions. Uh, Christy Martin Promotions live on the BPE. Download the app absolutely free. It's going to be free to watch. They're not charging anything. Aida Stormborn Biggs will be fighting and it's going to be taking place at the Crown Reef Resort in Myrtle Beach. It's going down. Special guest in attendance, Dylan Gonzalez will be walking out. Aida Biggs also Big Zoe Alonzo Butler heavyweight will be fighting so join us Saturday night for some free boxing because there's really no boxing on until Sunday other than us. Let, let me, I know we about to go. Let me, let me tell Mr. Bill Haney if I could really quickly. Could you, you know, check out Afternoon Sports Slay for me. You know, I'm in my early stages. Tell me how you feel about it. I would love to have you on. I don't know if you remember me. I got yeah. a couple. I got a couple questions I had asked prior, you know, months ago. Definitely would love to uh, have you on one day. I'm still growing though, you know. I'll, I'll baby steps. Sure. Sure. Okay. I'd love, to, I'd, love, I'd love to come on, Queen. You're doing a, you're doing a great job. Thank and, you. And I watch you when you come on Thursdays, and I've watched your show as well too. So keep doing. Appreciate what you're doing. it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Alex, any final words before we Let go? Let's go, champ, man. Uh, well, for Bill, man, you know I'm waiting for uh, Devin to get his uh, his big one, man. And uh, I think I think it's right around the corner. Landscape's gonna uh, gonna be changing. I know that there's a lot of things that that are in play, but you know this is the business of boxing, so it can yeah. get crucial sometimes, you know. But you know what, though, you know you know why we don't. You know, Devin calls out everybody because we don't think they that big. You know what I mean? With with all due respect to him, I mean they're 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 good, but they're not special. You know, Floyd had this thing where he said he said that just straight up and down, nothing real special. Good fighters, but just right, you know, just straight up and down, nothing really special about them. And that's why we that's the way we look at them. And uh, when we have that opportunity to uh, prove prove it to the world, you know what I mean? It's gonna be it's gonna be gratifying, man. But you guys you guys are doing a wonderful job, man, and we appreciate you. You know, I appreciate everyone, you know, that uh, the, the good things that they say, you know, the negative things that that, that that people say, I appreciate that as well. You know what I mean? Because it takes effort. It takes effort. And anytime that you 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 take time out of your day to to take a look at Devin and critique him, man, it's a blessing to us, you know, because being consumed, I know being consumed with kids, jobs, you know, mm -hmm. family and stuff, you know what I mean, could, you know, um, can be hectic enough and for for everyone that takes time out of doing all that yes yes baby one second i probably one second take time out there day man you know it means the, it means the world to us though so i appreciate you bro and we're gonna get back to making these cupcakes all right <laughs> there you have it ladies and gentlemen bill haney thanks Micah K, me? queen and obviously, Alexander Lyonez. Catch us on the next Champion, one. Did, uh, did we make sure we got all this super chats? Never leave a man behind. I know that we had LV a few. LV Slugger. LV Slugger. LV Slugger. You, you got everybody else under him? Nope. Nope. You actually got a lot. All right. I got see. the look. Let's start from the heavy-handed, right? That's where I last uh, remember. Okay. He says, uh, my favorite channel. Shout out to you, heavy-handed. 
edition. Mad Ben 100 saying Dillian the Mouth White ducking C. Martin. Okay. So Dillian the Mouth White ducking Charles, Charles Martin. Martin. Damn, all right. I'm going to have to look into that. I didn't even know. Or maybe I don't remember. B-Dog says, how are a YouTuber, a basketball player, and an MMA wrestler better than any boxer at boxing? Go look at these resumes. You tell me. You tell me that that fucking Nate Robinson ain't going to beat some dudes that's 8-0 and retired. Like, I mean, excuse me, 0-8 and retired. Like, they're obviously not... Again... You know, many of us don't attend club level shows, so so we'll never understand what it is that I'm. They gotta see. Them. They gotta see these guys. They gotta see it. So for tune in, man. Myrtle Beach. That's gonna be one of the shows. It's like yo, if you can't be four and zero, you you straight up trash. You're trash. Just being <laughs> honest, man. It's so yo. easy to get there. <laughs> Steve had a counter punch. No, we did that. Okay. Then James Benitez says, not true PBC believes in morale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so BBC believes in morale. Mac and Cheese says, none of Jake Paul's people he fight, fight again either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right on Paul, but yet he's the one being criticized. His names mm-hmm. are bigger. His fights are higher level. They're bringing more attention. Their pay-per-view... And his fighters retire like everyone else's, but they don't. But he's the one getting the, the shit under the deal. Okay, the queen, the queen about to tap out. Safe travels. Tap, Catch tap. me every Thursday. Catch me. Fighter for the yes, I love that sound. But like every Thursday, every other Thursday, you'll see me on the box of voice once again. The goal is a thousand. Make sure to go to afternoon sports slate. Hit that subscribe button. Listen, we halfway there. Can't stop. Won't stop. You're going to keep seeing me. This is my passion. This is what I love to do. Salute to TBV. Ness. Do me. Thank you, guys. I'm out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back up what? Me. what? What was that? What was that, Micah? He tripping. <laughs> Jonathan Sims, the guy name is Loma. First four crazy fights. Yeah, that's true. You know, I was wrong. Someone out there actually exists that did it before Ben, uh, my man Jake. Yo, so uh, Jonathan Sims says the guy's name is Loma. First, uh, I just read that. Four. Okay, okay. I just read that. LV Slugger Where says with the narrative at? Ness is painting. You said it. No. I'm sorry, okay, I read okay. the last one, not this one. Nah, there's another one after. That With the narrative so Ness is painting, Chris Brown is a bigger win for Tank than Tio is in the sport of boxing. Shaking my head. Hashtag narrative Nestor. Hashtag gotcha hat. <laughs> yeah, y'all know. That, that, that man, look, that man makes shit viral. Oh, got, got you saying gotcha hat. hat. I said that the day the king I mean. That shit got, was got, hilarious. Got, got your hat. We DSV Co. says, yo, Bill, tell your guy, Ness, we don't need a rematch clause. We whooping Loma Tex arms, which is actually T-Rex arms. We'll see. We'll see if that's true. We'll see. But anyway, that's it, man. We out. We got another one or that's it. We out. That was it, so brother. That was we it. Out. You know, we got to pack up. Got to pack and hit the road, Jack. Here Don't we come, Myrtle back. Beach, no South more, Carolina. No Get more, ready. No more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. Yo, we out. Peace. Peace, peace.
Ness GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Catch us on the next one. Arrivederci. Bye-bye. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.